Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. This week, I talked to Tiffany Haddish in a hilarious, deep, thoughtful interview where we dive into family trauma, grief, sobriety, love, and dating. I got a big heart. And I'm very forgiving, but like, don't abuse it. It's been abused enough. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss this one. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Mini Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. Mother's Day is right around the corner, and in true She Pivots fashion, we're highlighting moms who've dedicated their lives and their pivots to supporting mothers. The iconic Christy Turlington will join us to talk about launching Every Mother Counts after pivoting from her 90s supermodel days. And later, the co-CEOs of Baby to Baby will share how they're addressing the needs for millions of babies and moms. So tune in and subscribe to She Pivots. New episodes out every Wednesday. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What is up, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls? It's your boy, Goblin. Come check me out on the Bootleg Kev podcast. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Bootleg Kev podcast special guest, Goblin is here. Yes, sir. Welcome. Thank you for having me. Thanks for coming, man. First of all, welcome to LA. You're a new LA resident. Yep, yep. Very new. Very what, fresh. Obviously, you have uh, you've been in Illinois. Mm-hmm. Um, what motivated you to finally kind of make the jump to the big times and come over here and pay all this tax money? Yeah, you know, hey, <laughs> I'm buckling up for my first uh, my first little tax return out here, but. Um, not really a turn because you don't get nothing back. Right, but right, right. You, you know what I mean. Um, yeah. Um, but honestly, it, it was mainly two things. A, you know, the content. I already yeah. come out here. You know, I was traveling out here so much to hang out with my friends, do mm-hmm. podcasts, you know, do that kind of stuff. Um, but the kind of stuff I do, you know, making weed videos, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. Um, it's like a no-brainer to get out here because the Illinois weed market, I don't know if you know a ton about it, brutal. Is it brutal in it's, terms of legalities or just? So it's legal. But they have, at least in my opinion, one of the worst programs in the state. They um, they campaigned it on like all this social equity and like, oh, we're gonna you know give you know low income and people who have been impacted by cannabis laws licenses. The, the first opportunity to see. Yeah, 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 the first chance. Okay, okay. And what it ended up being was you know the the cost to apply alone was like two hundred fifty thousand dollars, even if you got denied. So immediately, so you had to. Come up with two hundred fifty grand just to Quarter apply. cash just to apply, and then right? if they say no, you're so, you're out yeah. of two fifty. Yeah. So oh. immediately, the the ninety nine point nine percent of people that were supposed to benefit from it don't qualify. They're, right. Yeah. They're yeah yeah. yeah. And the point oh one percent that do qualify got investors for it. Right. Mm-hmm. You know. So the market out there is just a bunch of like the big companies that came out from the East Coast and you know all the corporations and just put a bunch of shitty weed on the shelf. So and then the taxes. The taxes are crazy. Yeah. yeah. I don't even like. Um, I guess being in LA, I don't really go to dispensaries. Yeah, yeah, it's different. You I guess I'm ki- I kind of like I get a bunch of free weed, which mm-hmm. you do, I'm sure. Yep. Yep. So it's like, you know, 
I don't know. Yeah, you shout know, out to the uh, folks paying. Te- and listen, shout out to the dispensaries. I heard it is a extremely like the like to be in Cali and be on that side of the business. I heard it's very tough. Tough. Yeah, because the black market is still where all the money is. Yeah. As a matter of fact, a lot of these guys are doing both. Yeah, as they yeah. should be. Oh, they're all backdooring. Ninety nine percent of them are backdooring, dude. I mean, I you know, it's funny because doing what I do and going to all these weed events and yeah. like networking and stuff, you you shake hands with these people and you know you you only know them prior to that from the dispensary shelf mm-hmm. and you think like, oh, these guys are super legit. They're fucking serving packs right there to Everybody anybody. You know, doing. it doesn't. They're all doing it. The it doesn't biggest matter. brands you can think of. Shake a dude's hand, get him on Instagram. All of a sudden, you got a Telegram. Mm-hmm. Get whatever the fuck you want. You know yeah, what the saying? Telegram shit is crazy. It's nuts. It's nuts. But what? yeah. Um, so they don't have seshes and shit out there. Oh, no. I mean, they have like some kind of, they're either super corporate okay. or they're super low key. And, and not, like super fucking sketch. Yeah, super scuffed, you know, in the shittiest neighborhood, parking like empty your car, take the cups out type shit, you know? So there's there's no real room for like the weed market to grow there just right. because the laws and the black market, they got some contenders, you know? Yeah. There's brands like Capone's Garden putting out some fire out there, but- that's like the only one that comes to mind. Sadly, That's interesting. You know? So when you go to like, because for people who don't know, in LA there's, I mean, probably once a week you could find a dope weed event to go to for sure, like twice a month. Oh yeah. And there's yep. these giant seshes where, you know, they're, I don't know how legal or illegal they are, but the cops don't give a fuck because they're out no. front. So you could walk through and buy packs. You could buy, mm-hmm. um, shit, the last time I went to a sesh, I got fucking, uh, this LSD spray. <laughs> oh, I've seen that going it comes around. In, it almost comes like, it looks like a little bottle of mace almost. Yep. It, like Banaka almost. When I went to the... Um Puffco just recently launched a new uh, like a new device or whatever. Yeah, and I went to their event and there was some dude going around. I'm not going to name the guy, but there was some dude going around just offering people sprays. Like, yo, you want a little little LSD spray? Where'd that shit even come from? I don't know, but I, it's not bad. Yeah, no, it's not. It's, it's not light. It's super light. I haven't tried them, but you know, I haven't done eye acid in a couple years. You know, I, I switched to the shrooms now. But, right. Um, if I was still into the acid, I'd be abusing that shit. Are you going to the, isn't Puffco Fest coming next? Puffcon. Puffcon. Isn't that coming with like Action Bronson? And yeah, they got a bunch of people. Uh, yeah, I'm probably going. I mean, I haven't. Feels like, like the kind of thing you should be at. Yeah, I mean, I haven't like booked a ticket yet, but I mean, Puffco, they're the homies. You know, they right. always, you know, hit me up. They're like, yeah. They got a bunch of cool through. devices. Yeah, yeah, they're dope. Yeah. They're dope. Um, all right, so for people who don't know, um, I recently, it's funny because I had Yola on. Yep. And uh, we had been following each other for a while, and I had one of my friends go on his podcast, and I mm-hmm. kind of like dived in, and I'm like, I've been kind of oblivious to the weed YouTube space yep. for a while. I recently got hip to it in the last like four or five months, and I'm like, oh, there's like this whole- Yeah, like, it's a whole influ- little- Like, like it's kind of crazy, because yeah. you know, when I think of YouTube, like being on even like my side of like the uh, creator space, like- Man, I get flat. We get yellow videos so fucking much. I wouldn't even yep. think that there's like that. And um, and then I found out about you because I saw on, on Yola's page, you've been on there three or four times? I think five at this point. Jesus four Christ. Five. Yeah. Um, so I watched one of your interviews mm-hmm. and um, I was like, oh, this kid's cool as fuck. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. For people who don't know, you kind of came onto the scene playing video games while doing and reviewing drugs 
off camera? Pretty much, yeah. That was my uh, my initial way that I got a following, at least. When I was long, uh, a lot younger, I was a degenerate, you know? I was, I was big into getting high on whatever the fuck I could afford for the day, yeah. you know? So um, I, I kind of came up just doing, like, mixing my, my gaming stuff right. with my drug use stuff. So. And so that was kind of what put you on the map. Um, yeah. So you growing up, like, what was your childhood like? Like, what was your house like, you know? Like- um. I mean, my, I had a pretty good childhood, you know, my, my parents divorced when I was super young, yeah. so it wasn't something that really bothered me because I just got used to it. They right. divorced when I was like three, you know? Yeah, so that's just, you, that that's shit. all you know. Yeah, it was like, hell yeah, two Christmases, hell right. yeah, yeah, you know? Yeah. Mom's fighting dad, who's buying the better gift, you know? Right. I love that shit. So, um, you know, growing up, my childhood was pretty good. Um, as I got a little older, got into like middle school, high school, it kind of just started like being a little delinquent, you know, going to the store, stealing, fucking around at school. Um, and it, I don't really know like what drove it. I think it was either like I got ADHD, have a hard time focusing, need to do like a lot of impulsive shit to mm. keep me going. Um, or maybe I was just bored. I don't know. But um, So you just kind of like were out of boredom. You were just fucking around getting in like small trouble as a kid. Yeah, you know, I, I was fucking around. Nothing really major. I had bad grades in school, you know, right. that type of thing. Um and then once I got into high school and I started meeting all these new people and like going to, you know, parties and like social events and shit, you know, you go to homecoming, yeah. drinking liquor in the parking lot type shit, you know, um, that's when I really got introduced to the stuff that a lot of people now know me for, you know, and, and see me, uh, you know, make videos about. Was it weed initially? Um, I drank first, but after that, yeah, weed was my first thing that I really picked up like, damn, this is it. Like, you know? this is amazing. Uh-huh. I, um... My first time smoking, I remember I was 15, and me and my friends, we went to this little forest preserve, and we had rolled this blunt, and it was a swisher of some, like, garbage. I don't know what the hell we put right. in it, but, you know, 15-year-old kids, not smoking anything good. Right. So we um, we hopped out of the forest preserve, and we were walking around, and my first time, I didn't really get very high, you know? I, I didn't get what all the hype was about. I was like, damn, this is it, you know? Right. Like, this fucking sucks. And then a couple days later... I hung out with the same dudes again, and they were like, yo, just try it again. Go for it. You know, second time, fucking greatest night of my life. Like, I will never forget that night. Um, I It was like, it was just, I had been drunk before, you know, but this was something different. And I was like, damn. And, and it was kind of weird because, like, I'd never, I'd never felt anything like that before, you know? So I was Yeah, the like, first time you get, like, smacked for Yeah, real, you get really stoned. You're like... Man, mm-hmm. yeah, you're just sitting there. It's different because it is way different than getting drunk. Yep, yep, hundred percent, hundred percent. I think I think most people like I, you know I think I don't know if like you because I mean look you're always you're gonna get higher than the first time you've been smacked if you keep smoking. But I think oh, just yeah. like that first time, I just remember the first time I got like super high. Mm-hmm. I got super fucking paranoid. Like I I had to be sativa. I was at a party, dude, and I just started. I had like the freak out high, which yeah. is like the shit you see in the movies. Yeah, I feel you. Before I had like the just fucking I'm out, bro. Like, you know, but yeah, the freak out high is uh Yeah, that shit's not fun. Not fun at all, man. Heart starts racing, you're sitting there, and you're like, Am I breathing enough or not? Like- so for you, you start smoking in high school? Yep. Yeah, I was fifteen. I started smoking. Um my grades were already bad going into that. They were already so fucked. They were all, yeah. I uh, My junior year of high school, I finished, my GPA was 0.8. 
Oh, so, wow. yeah, I had yeah. below one. So they kicked my ass out of school and sent me to the alternative school. Oh, love those alternative which, um, schools. Oh. With the pregnant chicks? Yeah. <laughs> oh, so, dude, so chicks it with was funny. Ba- with babysitters? <laughs> my alternative school had less than 100 kids in it, mm-hmm. whole school. Um, and out of that, maybe five of them were girls. Three of them were pregnant, like, on rotation any yeah. given moment, oh, yeah. you know? It, it, was, it was a trip. But once I got sent there is really where, you know, my, my drug use and all that kind of opened up. Because all those kids are with the shit Oh, yeah, real. yeah. You know, going into it, I was like, oh, this is probably just other kids who, like, don't really care. And then I got there, and I'm like, oh, these kids are taking Zans for breakfast and shit. Mm. Like, okay, I see. You know, first period, like, before class starts, they're smoking blunts in the fucking stall, you know? Like, okay. Different type of schooling. Super different. It's crazy, because when I was uh, in high school, I'm probably older than you. I'm 36. Mm -hmm. So when I was in high school, like, uh, somas were popping. So people would, like, crush up somas and sniff Uh them. This was before Zans were like a thing. Like, yeah, it was it was Vicodin, it was Somas, and it was weed. And then the Mormon kids would do heroin. <laughs> Dude, I don't know what it is about the Mormon kids from where I'm from. Shout to Mesa. These fucking kids always were getting the girls were getting fucked in the ass because it was their loophole to not yep. break their virginity. The holy loophole. The yep. holy loophole. And the and everybody else was fucking all the kids who partied that were Mormon were shooting heroin. It yep. was the wildest shit ever. Yeah, I um, you know, it's kind of funny. My uh, my high school's like big drug of choice. They're always like on the local news and shit for heroin ODs because I grew up in like a pretty nice area with a lot of like just Christian kids and shit. You it's know? always those kids. Yes, it's the super religious kids that go hard as hell because they want to be like fuck your fuck the yep. parents. Yeah, it's and they like, they've been holding it in for like you know fifteen twenty however long years. You know, Facts, dude. they're ready to blow in more than one way. Mm-hmm. More than one way. <laughs> yeah. So, did you start? You go from weed. You're 15. Uh, you go to the alternative school. Is that where you start dibbling and dabbling with some of the more hardcore shit? Yeah, you know, prior to getting to that school, you know, I tried a couple things. I'd done the Xanax. You yeah. know, I, I tried like getting high off the cough meds. You know, I was so you were sipping some lean. No, no, not the lean. Like going to Walgreens oh, and like, stealing like the fucking Nyquil. Nyquil and shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I didn't have the money for lean, dude. I'm yeah, not let's try that some shit. Nyquil. So, yeah, we're going to Walgreens. We're hitting the shelves. S- severe like, cold and flu. Yup, yup. You ever heard of a uh, triple C's? I, I feel like I've heard of that. The Carissidin cough and cold pills. Okay, yep, yep. Yeah. Oh, of co- of Those course. little bad boys, yep. Yeah. yeah. I think I took one like three months ago when they I was They still sick. make those fuckers, and I can't believe it. I can't believe it. You used to take those and just get fucked up. All the time, yeah. I remember the first time I took them, um, there was this kid named Andrew. We all called him Mop. And I went over to hang out with him, and he was like, everyone knew him as just eating fucking boxes of these things. Like, yeah. yo, catch Andrew early in the day, he's going to be like face down, you know? like Eating gonna be- the shit from the drugstore. Yeah, yeah, eating the triple C's. So he'd eat like two boxes of these things. It was 15 about, he'd eat like 30 of these bitches a day. And um, What the fuck? I went over, and my first time I asked him, I was like, how many should I take? And he was like, oh, like 15. And I was like, oh, okay, because I didn't understand, like, dosages or anything yet. I'd never done that. At this school? Shit. No, I was, oh, well, okay. thank God, dude. I, I was face down on homie's lawn for, like, two hours, middle of the summer. It was, like, July. Fuck. I was sweating and shit. Um, but, yeah, so I, I, like, went over there. I asked him how much to do. He told me 15. Took that shit. Terrible ass experience. But 
it was the first alternative to weed and liquor that I was introduced to. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, I'm going to try it again. Like, take a little less. And then I got real into it. And I was like, yo, I can bring this to school and just, like, say I'm, I'm sick. fucking sick. You know? Yeah. yeah. Just say I have a cold. So I would fucking, I'd throw the triple C's in my bag, like, every day. I'd throw, would you, you know, like, put them in your drink and let them dissolve? Or no, I'd just pop them. Wow. You know, I'd just go to the bathroom, take, like, five or six of and them. And then you would you fucking just come back to class and knock out on your arm like that? See... So the whole the whole point of getting high off the DXM, the cough meds, is you got to fight the sleep because that's okay. when the fun starts. So it's like if you fall asleep, you lost. You know. So if you if you go to sleep, you miss out on the fun. Yeah, part. you're missing it all. Okay. You know, you're missing the the good shit. And cough meds, they're like it's not even fun, really. Yeah. They're the most like fucking awful like poverty drug to do. <laughs> like it's really the only people abusing cough meds are like kids who have no money. Yeah. It's a poverty drug. You know. So uh, I uh, I just like. I remember just loving, like, fighting the, the sleep and sitting there in, like, second, third period in school and just being like, yo, I'm feeling fucking weird, you know? Looking at the wall and shit's just like, I got tracers everywhere and, like, wow. shit's glowing a little bit. So you go from doing that, um, when, because, you, I mean, is it safe to say you've tried every pretty like the only i'd say major drugs or like main drugs i haven't tried meth heroin fentanyl wasn't really popular in my area when i was young mm-hmm. but now it is so I, I haven't really done fentanyl either no meth uh, no no wow. meth heroin fentanyl i haven't done i did smoke crack one time how okay um, i gotta know this because i yeah. always i watched um snowfall mm-hmm. have you watched the show snowfall no so it's i've heard of it though great show right uh-huh. in this show Everyone who smokes crack, they they end up sucking dick for it. And I guess the like, you know, the stigma about crack is that mm-hmm. it's so good that straight men will suck dick to get more of it if they're poor. Yeah. So how was smoking crack? Honestly, pretty shit. I'm not going to lie. And granted, I might have had a bit of a skewed experience because we made the shit and none of us knew how to do it. So you re-rocked your like, own crack. Yeah, yeah. We went on, we were, so we got out of school and I had a buddy named Ashton and he used to sell a bunch of coke. He'd show up to school and just like serve kids, you know, grand right. bags in the bathroom and shit. One day we get out of school and he's got a baggie on him and we get a ride over to my place and we were originally just going to like chill out, do some bumps and he's like, yo, I'm fucking bored of this shit. Let's, you know, let's step it up. Like, let's, let's cook this cocaine. Let's fucking, yeah, let's do some shit. So we hop on our phones and we start looking up. We were literally just on like YouTube and shit. Just like, like how, how to, to cook, cook crack. Cook. Yeah. yeah. And we're on fucking Google looking this shit up. And there's a bunch of these little forums that you can go on that are just in the depth, the pits of the internet that like you shouldn't be on. Dude. And um, we're finding these like step-by-step guides and shit. And we found this one where this guy had a video and it was how to make like a personal serving in a spoon. And we were like, yo, all you need is fucking baking soda, you know, a little water, mm-hmm. lighter and a spoon and some tin foil and a goddamn freezer. And you're in this bitch. And we had all those things. So we were like, yo, let's fucking try it. So we went through the process. You know, we took one of my mom's little spoons yeah. and we, we fucking cooked up on there. And then we, we transferred it onto the tin foil after we'd separated everything. We froze it and we let it sit for like, felt like an eternity, probably like five minutes. Yeah. You know, we were impatient. Um, and then we pulled it out and we realized we were like, damn, we got nothing to smoke it out of. So then we had to make a little tin foil fucking crack pipe and <laughs> smoke it out of that. Um, honestly, it was kind of, like underwhelming and it's probably just because we cooked some garbage yeah. like a the cocaine couldn't have been great we were like 16 you know true and b we didn't know what the fuck we were doing you know so, so you you didn't you probably didn't have the uh the full like the full experience of yeah crack. but i did feel it and i it was 
it lasted like two minutes, if even. And it was like, have you ever done coke? I've never done any drugs but hallucinogenics and weed. Okay, that's good. That's yeah. good. For the viewers out there, that's good. Um, I grew up in a house where my aunt and my uncle, all their spoons were burnt. Ah, they were, okay. I had a bunch of dope fiends in my yeah, family. Yeah, so you didn't want to be around that no, shit. You didn't no, want to no. do that. Yeah, okay. Uh, for me, it was the opposite. All my spoons were clean. So I was the one <laughs> You're like, let me burn fucking these dirtying them up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I... Um, Oh, God, I lost my train of thought. No, we were talking about, uh, you asked me if I'd ever done coke. Yeah, yeah. So, um, essentially, like, when you when you do coke, it's like every time you do the first line from being, like, bone sober, you just get this, like, this rush. It goes straight to your fucking head, and you feel it. And then it kind of, like, comes down. So over you got to keep doing more, you know? right? With crack, it's like that rush. Like, you know how when I said with the coke, it kind of comes down over you? With crack, it never comes down over you. It just straight fucking rush, and you're it's like coke sped up, you know? Mm. You're just on like 100 times speed. Everything goes by very quickly. I got pissed off. I remember I punched my mom's cabinet. I was like, yo, like, I, so my friend hit it, and then he passed it to me, and he was like, yo, like, this is fucking, this is crazy. And I hit it, and I was like, yeah, and I just fucking sent it through the cabinet you know i was like fuck yeah dude this is awesome so you you, know? you hit the crack and then punch your mom's cabinet almost immediately yeah pretty much immediately and i was just like me and my friend were just body boxing each other like, this we were just is punching amazing each other just on shit. crack fucking just- around yeah just passing the fucking little tinfoil pipe around um and it lasted a whole like 120 seconds if even we came down and we were just like oh that was kind of underwhelming like, you know damn it's gone already yeah i was expecting a little better out of that but i also totally get why crackheads exist you get Cause it because like yeah because even that god awful like garbage crack we cooked i still felt like you know a little little hey now you know a little lit um i could only imagine what the good shit's like yeah because you always hear like everybody who does crack they're just they just spend the rest of their life chasing mm-hmm. the first time they did it yeah which yeah. is a very um that sounds amazing to me which is why i don't want to <laughs> fuck with yeah you know that's that's i think you know i'm very thankful that my first experience with with, was with shitty crack this is true because you you, because you and i you might not be here right now oh yeah if it was good crack i would have been out there dude i would have been gone at what point in time because i i i saw uh you had kind of you've kind of kicked back a bit on like Mm -hmm. the excessive drug use yeah so i'm i'm cali sober now so you're Um, a hallucinogenic swede yep Yep. Okay. Shrooms and weed are all I've done for like the past two years. Well, that's amazing. So, Congrats. Yep. Been pretty good. Thank you. Appreciate what that. What would you say was your low point with addiction and the and the hard shit? Were you selling shit? Were you Um I mean I always I always sold like whatever I had, but I was never selling enough to make any fucking money. But I'm saying, like, were you selling shit? Like, did you ever get to the point where you were like, Oh, liquidate Let me all sell assets? Sell something bro. to yeah. get shit to get yeah. another fix. I sold my shit. Once I ran out of that, I was selling my dad's shit. I was oh. selling everything. I would go in the garage and pull out random like hammers and tools and shit and go hit the you know, hit the pawn shop, like, yo, can yes. I get a can I get a dub for these? Like, come on, man. Um But as I, I gotten a little older, I guess what I view is my like actual rock bottom point um when i was like 20 i got a dui and those suck kind of yeah sucks sucks ass so awful costs a shitload of money to deal Mm -hmm. with don't recommend it um literally like a thousand ubers is cheaper than a dui you know it's it's ridiculous um but i got a dui and then i got kicked out of my mom's house because i was still living with my parents you know i was 20 at the time i'm 24 now yeah um so I got kicked out of my mom's house, and I had like two thousand dollars to my name, and I was like, "Yeah, this ain't even a fucking 
deposit. Yeah, you, know you can't even saying? get a, be, a um, yeah a apartment. Yeah, no, not shit. So I had a homie uh, whose brother I bought weed from, and he had this little like shit hole house that he was like four months behind on rent, and it was in Central Illinois, a little town called Springfield, bumfuck nowhere. Um, We've heard. I mean, Springfield. I, there's a it's Springfield. the capital. Hey, like, there's yeah. a Springfield everywhere. There is. Yeah, every damn state has a yeah. Springfield. Yeah, but Illinois Springfield is a sad place to be. Okay, and um, I hear Illinois as a state is kind of fucked outside of like yeah yeah the nice part of chicago so if you go any direction about 45 minutes out of chicago you're pretty much in no man's land like because gary indiana's right there i heard that gary's awful terrible brutal brutal it's like when i when people like you know they make the jokes about you know detroit it's like how you picture detroit it's actually like gary it's actually gary yeah, yeah. yeah. i've been to detroit yeah detroit's, and I was nice. like, detroit's cool detroit's nice yeah, i was we just there the, in july not a bad spot yeah, yeah. detroit's great um Gary is the real Detroit. Gary is the actual Detroit. Yeah. Gary is a shithole and it's never coming back. Yeah. Um, but yeah, any direction, 45 minutes out of Chicago, shithole. So you, uh, you ended up getting with your boy who was four months behind on rent. Yeah. And I, I took over, he subleased it to me. I didn't realize it was illegally. I, I just, he told me, he was like, yeah, it's all good. You know, landlord's cool with that shit. He wasn't cool with that shit. So I moved into this house. It was $600 a month. Right. There was no gas. There was no heat. There was no air. There was like, it was pretty much walls and a ceiling, you know, it was place a shithole. Yeah. Place to sleep. That's it. We had no stove. We had no, like none of that shit. So, um, it was a place to sleep though. So I lived there for like two months and I lived there with two other roommates and then both of them ended up bailing. So I was there alone. I was like, yo, I can't afford this shit, bro. Right. Like, what am I going to do? So I started live streaming. And I started doing this shit where I would take shots for donations. I'd be like, yo. Shots fucking, of liquor. Yeah, shots. I'd be like, yo, I, I got to pay my rent this month. I'm like 200 bucks short. Fucking hop on, go live, take some shots, you know? So I kind of ran that for like a few months. Was that your initial like introduction to streaming? Um, or you kind of consistent streaming? Yes, I I had streamed a couple times prior to that, but that was kind of like what what kind of motivated you to really do it on a yeah. Yeah. It was um, it was a I guess kind of a rough way to start it, you know, fucking getting blackout drunk (laughs) every stream, yeah. Um, because at that point I was still doing the coke and everything, so I was just getting blackout drunk, doing my bumps to keep me going, and then drinking more, you know. Um, were you on camera doing the shots? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um. But was, you never were doing the drugs on camera. No, I would always. So I used to do this thing. Um, I don't know if I should say what platform because I'm still on there. But I was on a certain platform yeah. where I would live stream. And when I was really, really like big into ketamine, I went through a phase a couple years ago where I was super heavy into that shit. I would tell, um, I'd tell my chat, I'd be like, yo, the fucking, the vet's calling, bro, about my like pet horse, you know? And I'd fucking lean down and I'd do my, do my K bumps off the fucking phone and I'd come back out and I'd be like, oh, horse is good, bro. Like, fucking vet call, we straight, you know? Like, we good. Um, and I would do that. And, and like, they'd tip you. you know, <laughs> would they tip you? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't do it for money directly, but like, you know, I'd be like, hey, we got some fucking, let's do some K, you know? Like, thanks for the 10 bomb, dude. Like, fuck yeah. Um, I just couldn't like hold it up to the camera and do it. So I had to be a little more low key about it. But yeah, I, I um, sounds like Twitch to me. <laughs> one of the platforms. We'll leave one it at them. that. Yeah. One of them. Um, but either way, I, uh, that's how I kind of like got my way out of that house because the landlord came by on Christmas day. Uh, and found that like found all my stuff in there. I wasn't home at the time, thank God. And the landlord probably doesn't know you're living there. No, does not know. He doesn't think anyone's living there right now. Okay. So um, 
it now that I think about it, I don't even know if my rent money ever made it to the landlord because I was just your boy probably just was, took it, probably pocketed it, yeah, probably. Hey, either way, I had a fucking roof, you know. Right. It cost me the same either way, no matter right, who right, it went right. to. So yep. I don't give a shit. But um, yeah, so on Christmas Day, actually, the landlord pulled up while I wasn't there. Thank God, and he found all my shit in there, rented a dumpster, and just threw out all my shit. So I got some stuff out. Thank God, my computer I got out. Like I got one of my computer monitors. Um, but beyond my computer and like one of my monitors, everything else is in the garbage. Wow. So I'm sitting there and I'm like, fuck, bro. Like now, you know, thankfully I had somewhere else I was able to go in the same town, you know. So I ended up, um, funny enough, I actually, there was a chick who was a viewer uh, who I had on Snapchat who one day she was like looking on Snap Maps and like saw me down there and was like, what the fuck are you doing in this shit? Like you're close by. You know, yeah, what the fuck are you doing in this shithole? And she had a house that she was renting out because her rich ass parents bought her a crib to live in with her boyfriend. The dude cheated on her. So she was moving back to California. So I was like, bat, lock me the fuck in, get me in there, you know, put me in. Um, And that house wasn't much better than the first one, but it had, you know, fans in it. So at least I had some airflow going, you know, and we had heat. Yeah. So I was still doing like the, you know, the ketamine, the fucking, uh, the drunk streams were a big like daily thing at that point. Um, So you're just drinking your life away. Going ape shit. Drinking my life away, fucking snorting my life away, whatever fits in my nasal cavities going in, you know. Um, And I, I had gotten to a point where like, I wasn't having fun anymore after like a, a year and a half of doing that, you know, it got to the point where I would like, I would get drunk and I'd do my blow to like, like bring myself back to so I could drink more. And I would just feel my heart fucking dumping and I'd be tripping. I'd be sitting there like, yo, am I going to have a fucking heart attack today? Like it was beating, like I get like, dun, dun. And then it would slow down and go like, dun. I could feel it. Yeah. Like, I could oh, feel my, it. My and heart, I'm like, my heart beat like, yeah. Off. And like, there was one day, where I got this, I had just done like a couple lines and I got this fucking super sharp pain in my Cocaine or, or K? Coke. Okay. Coke. Um, but I would mix them up. I would right. do like the Coke and the K lines. I'd do the Coke and the Molly lines, just fucking swish it up, you know? Um, which, stupidest thing ever. They don't have any synergy at all, Coke right. and K. Like you're just wasting drugs, but. They cancel each was, other out a bit? Yeah, yeah, somewhat. Like, I mean, especially with K, you have to do a very limited amount of it before, like, without K holing yourself. Yeah, I actually, we just had a guy, uh, my boy Gorilla Nims was on the show, Mm -hmm. and he told us a story. Uh, He said he was doing it, and he said he remembered the date. He said him and this girl were doing it together, and they were fucking, Mm -hmm. and they both got it. He said, essentially, it was like July 3rd, and he woke up on July 5th. That's the way it be. He said, I woke up on top of her, and we both like... (laughs) Just passed out for two days and like passed out through all of the Fourth of July. <laughs> yeah, it's the way it goes, dude. Um, I used to do that a lot off Xanax all the time. I'd fucking go to bed on Friday, wake up on Sunday, and shit. Yeah, the Xan shit's crazy, especially if you mix it with the with alcohol, dude. Oh, it's over with. It's, it's over. bad, dude. Yeah. I, you know, my son's uh, my baby mama, who's a fucking psychopathic piece of shit addict as well. Uh, mm-hmm. God bless her, <laughs> dude. This bitch used to fucking drink like a fish mm-hmm. and then do Xanax. And it, it was like she, she would just die for like 20 hours. <laughs> yeah, I mean. She crashed our car into the fucking apartment complex sign, got a DUI. Ruined, oh, my God. Just the worst. That shit's crazy, though. When people drink and do Xanax, it's like. Yeah. It's like you're like, what are you signing up for at that point? You're signing yeah. up for like. Xans are the devil, man. Xans are the devil. I've heard. Xans are rough. 
dude. Cause like there's, and then there's people who who just do them to go to sleep on an airplane. Uh-huh. Like, yeah. yeah, I'll just take a Xanax on the airplane yeah. and I'm like, I don't know if I could, I know myself and I know I have an addictive personality cause I'm addicted mm-hmm. to other shit. Yeah. So I'm like, if I take a Xanax, I don't know what happens next for me. Xanax is like, if, if you know you have an addictive personality, Xanax is like the mother of all fucking addictive things you could try. And the reason I say that is because it's cheap as fuck. There's no social stigma around it, like, you know, heroin or like right. meth, right? It's pretty easy to get real super Xanax. Super easy, super easy, yeah. It's, it's pretty safe compared to like trying to get like, you know, yeah, yeah. perk 30s and, You're then, gonna, and then not be pressed. Realistically, if, if you go to like Walgreens and pick up a prescription, you know, you could dr- pop that you know, damn near the whole bottle and you're going to knock yourself out before you're actually going to die or anything. Right, you know right, what right. I'm saying? So it's, it's one of those things where like people view it as such a, uh, like not a hard drug almost. And it's so bad. It's, it's terrible. so bad. It's so addictive. When you try to quit that shit, I had a homie who, who tried to quit and he was having seizures and shit. Really? Like it's bad. Cause you always dude. hear about like when people try to quit like opiates, they, they have, I mean, I've experienced it with my son's mom where she was trying to quit. Mm-hmm. She would have leg pain. She'd yeah. get sick or throw up. Yep. It, it was a lot. It's like that with Xanax, too. It's bad. Oh. I've, um, I personally never had to really go through the Xanax withdrawals because when I was doing Xanax, when I finally stopped doing that, I was still in my stage where I would just replace one drug with another. Right. So I wasn't so you just swap them shit. out. Yeah. It was like, all right, I'm done with Xanax. Let's take some fucking hydros. Like, all right, done with the hydros, cocaine, ketamine, whatever it is, you know? What, uh, did you ever have a point in time where you thought you were close to overdosing? Um, so there was, yeah, actually. So when I was 17, oh, by the way, do you have a lighter? Yeah. This is a smoke friendly podcast, I assume. Yeah. Yeah. I watched the Yola episode. I didn't know if you had like a timer before you started or anything. Hell yeah. Feel Um, free to, uh, ashen, uh, that, uh, that lovely lady's asshole. What a beauty. Shout out to Blasi. That's what is that called? Backshot Becky. What is this? It says, it says bend over Becky. Bend over Becky. Shout bend out to Blasi for Becky. sending me that. That is fire. I, we were talking about it. We're like, they should have put a hole where her butthole's supposed to go to sit your joint. Oh, that would have been fire. Maybe just a little more. Like a little, like a little yeah. thing just to sit it, you know? Yeah, right in there. That'd right be, in the crack. That'd be perfect. Yep. Yeah. Hey, it works though. Damn. Hey, maybe the V too. Yeah, maybe the V. Shout out to the V. <laughs> but yeah, so okay, so what was the the scare you had? Um, so when I was like 17, um, I had taken some acid that I bought from a homie of mine, okay. and it ended up being fake shit. Uh, it ended up being what's called 25i. So it's um, have you ever heard of like 25? I, I haven't I? heard of that. No. So it's a it's a research chemical uh, that's supposed to be similar to acid, but it's dirt cheap. Like LSD is already pretty cheap, right? But 25i is like you can you know 10 cents for a tab of that shit. You know, like dirt cheap. Yeah, because like a tab so, is what. Five to ten bucks. If even, yeah. If you're buying if bulk, even. like two bucks, buck fifty, you know? That's so, crazy. Yup, yup, yeah. When I used to go online and buy sheets and shit, um, it's like when you buy a sheet or two at a time, it's like buck fifty, two, two bucks a tab, you know? That's crazy. So um, I um, I had taken some shit that a homie had bought online from some random vendor that he never bought from before. And this is back when like, you know, Alpha Bay and like all those old deep websites weren't getting busted Was yet. This dark web stuff? Yeah, okay. dark web stuff. Um, that's how me and all my homies got our shit back in high school. Just hop on there, fucking get fucking some shit, you know? Sick. Um, <laughs> dude, I just, I, uh, I have the book. Where's it at? I have the dark web book. Oh, right there. American King Kingpin. It's about, uh, behind sting. It's about the guy who, oh, cr- I see it. It's about the guy who created, uh, Silk Road. 
Yeah. Ross, uh, what's his name? Yeah, yeah. Albrecht? So it's, a, it's a, the, the, the guy who busted him. That's his book. And then they, they kind of, I think they made a movie. I watched the movie. The movie was fucking terrible. I hope they remake that, that movie. because Yeah, it's such a good story. It's such a good story. But when they did the movie, it was like some indie shit. It just it came out yeah. terrible. But yeah, so, okay, continue. So you were on the, was it the I, what, what's it, I what? I-25? Um, 25I. 25I. it's called. So I-25 is like a road. I, uh, I took a few tabs and I was just like fucking tweaking. I felt really funny and I felt this like tingling all through me and shit. And I thought it was just like, you know, maybe I was just tripping really hard. Right. But like I was, I'd done a shitload of acid at that point. This is nothing like anything I'd ever felt. So I was like, yo, something's weird. And at some point I called my mom throughout the night, literally middle of the night, tripping shit, like 2 a.m. Right. Called my mom and apparently I was just speaking like gibberish, like no fucking words coming out at all. So she was freaked out because she already knew about all my drug use and right. shit. She called the cops because um, I was staying at my dad's house at this point. Yeah. My dad didn't give a fuck, bro. Like he didn't care. He do didn't what care what I was on. Stay my yeah, fucking hair. Fucking go do it on the lawn, yeah. you know? Like don't do it in here. So- he was asleep in the other room. My mom calls the ambulance. They show up at my house, and I, I started, like, I, I knew something was wrong leading up to, like, her calling the ambulance and shit. Like, I knew this wasn't any normal experience, but I didn't realize I was having a cardiac arrest. So as they got there, I get in the, the ambulance, and, like, I didn't really fucking remember anything, right? Like, I don't, I had this, I remember very vaguely this kind of, like, almost like an out-of-body kind of thing. I was, like, I, w- I just felt like I was like remembering things almost like I was like in my head I was like remembering things but like they weren't like my like it wasn't me like it wasn't like my memory you know what I was like fuck? tripping the fuck out and I get to the hospital and I came to a little later in this room and they had me all on like the oxygen like things they have and to shit. like uh, sh- fucking hit you with the what's it called I don't really know what they did to but me but they got you back yeah yeah they got me because pretty much my last moment of consciousness that I really remember was like kind of first being in the ambulance. And then there's a big gap where I don't really know what the fuck happened until way later. Once I was like in the hospital bed, like parents, there chilling. So after that, because I was still a minor, um, I had no say in whether or not I got sent to like a facility or anything over that. Uh, and the state regulations were if any like minor suffers like a drug related, like overdose or incident, they immediately go into the psych ward for evaluation. So, did you have to go in? I'm a two-timer. Oh, I went to the psych ward twice, actually. Um, so the first time was when I was like 16, but it wasn't like an overdose. Um, it was because I got arrested for some dumb shit. Right. And they were like, you know, fucking put his ass in there, you know? Um, but the second time around, you know, they sent me in there, and they ended up shipping me up to Minnesota to a residential facility for like two and a half months. Kind of like a rehab type. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it was a rehab. It, yeah. was, um, it was called Hazelden. It was uh, like a, a pretty nice one. I've had a bunch of people in my comments try to guess. I've never said it, so now, Hazel now they know. Yep. Mm-hmm. Was it twelve? Because uh, there, you know, there nowadays there's so many different. I grew up. My uncle, like I said, all my family's addicts. My uncle's like a legendary drug addict. Yep. This guy used to shoot up in his like in the corner of his eyes. Oh, that's heavy. He used to shoot up between. That's his, hardcore. Shoot up between his toes. Shoot up in his underarm so he wouldn't have tracks. Yep. Uh, this guy's fucking a, a maniac. Turns into a fucking millionaire. Opens a drug rehab. So I grew up working for him for minimum wage mm-hmm. f- from the time I was like twelve to like eighteen. Yeah, around crackheads. Like I'm literally my 
teenage years. I work for my uncle in his businesses that are fully employed by people who are in his rehab. Yep. So I'm just I'm hanging out with just grown convicts, sex offenders, yep. drug addicts at all fucking times. And um it's crazy because nowadays like that's straight 12 step program which is very strict, you mm-hmm. know. But nowadays it feels like there's like like cannabis like therapy like yeah they got all sorts of shit now they got the psilocybin shit mine was 12 step so yeah the 12 step mm-hmm. you do, you got to do so so how far like did you buy into that at any point no no i uh i mean i get i think what works about it for people is not necessarily the actual steps mm-hmm. but just the routine you know because it gives you of, some sort of routine yeah a lot going of going to a meeting every day yeah exactly you like, get a chip you know drug addicts and and you know alcoholics in general they don't have a routine They're they just lack that up. shit yeah, yeah. So you get a routine in there, and now they're good. You yeah, know? you got to go to a meeting. You got to. For call me, your... it didn't didn't do did it. Did you ever though. have a sponsor? I did. So yeah. You hit this. Did you ever call a sponsor? Like, um, okay, I might fucking do some ketamine, right? <laughs> no, I never. My first like I was so I went to a few meetings. Uh, once I got out of the residential place, I had to go into like outpatient treatment mm-hmm. still, um, and they were requiring me to go to meetings in order to like get discharged from there. Yeah, because you had to so, go. Yeah. And be checked that you were there. Yep. Yep, yeah, I had to do the whole damn nine yards. You want to hit this, by the way? Yeah, sure. Why not? What uh, is yeah. it? What do we got here? Um, this. Which one did I open? This is from L.A. Family Farms. Uh, it's a donut, so nice little stick of rosin in the middle. I honestly don't remember what strain, but I like the glass tip. Yeah, yeah, they they get them done. They're a little, um, a little like. I which is a different a glass fatter. tip, though. Yeah, I know. You normally don't see them like that sticking out and everything. Normally, yeah, that's different. Tiny and in there, but that shit. I like it. I'm not mad at that. Shout I think these them. tips are new, actually, because I don't. But see, I've never seen those. Yeah, I don't remember these tips. I've seen pre rolls with the glass tips, but they're just like the kind of the normal ones that you see. Yep. Damn, the hole in this is kind of disappointing, though. I see that. That's it's pretty fucking. That's disappointing. what she said. That's what Damn. he said. So you get out of a. Uh, you go to outpatient. Yep. This is how old are you at this time? 18? 18. Seven? Yeah, I turned eighteen while I was in rehab. So you turn 18 in rehab, you get out, you end up, by the time you're 19 is when this apartment thing happens, right? Uh, I was 20. So <laughs> 20. At what point in time did you realize people liked you on the internet and you could kind of, like you had a little niche going? Like So when I, um, when I went into rehab, I posted, like literally I was sitting in the car on my way to Minnesota. And I posted this video. It was just like, yo, guys, I'm fucking going to rehab. And I had already been like telling some some drug stories. So you and stuff. were already kind of like doing your thing on YouTube yeah. to, to whatever level. Yeah. When I you had, were 18. I had like 7,000 subscribers, <gasps> six or 7,000. That's not so. nothing. Yeah, I know. I, I had a pretty good amount. Um, and I was just sitting there and I was, I was tripping. So I was like, damn, bro, I'm going to be gone for two months. No videos. Like, my shit's going to be dead when I get out. You know, I was freaking the fuck out. Um, and I had just started to gain like a little bit of traction. Yeah. My first couple thousand. I was like, shit, dude, like this is it, you know? And I went into rehab. I had like 7,000. I remember while I was in rehab, 
one of us got access to a computer, and the first thing I was like, yo, fucking go on my Let me see where, channel, where I'm at. Let me see this shit. And I was at like 13,000. You're I like, like, I didn't even do nothing. Yeah, I was and like, what double. the fuck happened, bro? My rehab video blew up. Yeah, one of my one of my videos popped the fuck off. Um, and it got like, you know, like 10,000, 15,000 views. And I was like, damn, like, this is it, bro. Like, I've never even broken 10K views before. Get me the fuck out of this pussy ass facility. Yeah, get, get me out of here now, <laughs> yeah. bro. And I was like, that gave me that that motivation to just suck it up and get through, you know? I was That's like, shit. Sick, dude. Um, so I got out, I had like 13,000 subs, I got home, and it was like, like you know how like when rappers get out of jail and they drop the first day out? Of course. I dropped my rehab videos. Was I was fire. like, yo, I've been waiting, I've been cooking this shit for months, you know? So I dropped like what is, in my opinion, probably my best videos I've ever made. Um, Straight out of rehab. I just did a series where I just documented my entire fucking stay in rehab. Oh, um, that's sick. And just discussed the whole thing, fucking everything that went down there. Were you able to film in rehab? No, because you can't have a phone, right? No, it was just like gameplay stories. Oh, you got know, you, got commentary. you. So you're kind of just like playing games, pl- telling your story. Yeah, I had, I had nothing to do in rehab but read books and write shit. So I was just taking notes on like, sick. I was like, yo, this is, I'm going to do this fucking series. I'm going to talk about this, 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 you know, leave out this information, this guy's name, you yeah. know, whatever. Just like plotting it out. And I have never in my damn life put that much thought into a video. <laughs> It's hey, what up? We got to stop the interview to tell you about our folks and my bookie. That's right. Now, look, I'm a big gambler, love gambling, love sports gambling. I have been on a tear. To, look, I ain't gonna lie to y'all. NFL season so far been real good to your boy. You could get down, go to mybookie.ag, sign up right now with that promo code bootleg. And uh, you know what's great about that promo code is it's gonna get you hooked up. With uh, $50 or more, your first deposit, you can get up to $200 in cash straight to your MyBookie account with the promo code bootleg. At the end of the day, Aaron Rodgers' season is a wrap. My guy tore his Achilles. It's over. Your season doesn't have to be over. NFL, college ball. Man, the new cash-out system on MyBookie is crazy. Let's say you got a three-leg parlay, a four-leg parlay. Maybe three of the four legs have hit, and you're waiting maybe on Monday Night Football to see if you hit all four, but you don't want to take that risk. You just want to cash out, take your money and run. You can do it. That brand new cash out system is fire, all right? So make sure you go to MyBookie right now, man. So much to do, all kinds of daily odds boosters, same game parlays, huge prize pool contest right now, mybookie.ag, all right? Sign up, use the promo code bootleg on your first deposit of $50 or more. You can get up to $200 in cash instantly to gamble with. Plus, we got a shout out to our fam, at Blue Chew. That's right. This is a good thing about Blue Chew, guys. Well, one, you know, the one thing I always get asked about Blue Chew is, one, does it work? Two, do you use it? Well, yes on both accords. All right? Shout out to Blue Chew. It works. But you got to not, not take my word for it. Get a, a whole month for free right now if you go to bluechew.com and use that promo code bootleg they're gonna send you a month's supply of blue chew straight to your door for free just gotta pay five dollars shipping same active ingredient as viagra and cialis and when i tell you that your dick is gonna be dicking your johnson is gonna be johnsoning your cock is gonna be rocked up socked up and ready to unload yeah huh it's like Barry Bonds, 70, was it 73 home runs? 70 home run season? You're going to be knocking them bitches right over the fucking, what's the, what's the big green monster in Fenway Park? 
shit, your dick's going to be hitting, hitting that pussy straight over that wall. You know what I'm saying? Or whatever you're into, you know, they don't got to be pussy. You can be asshole, whatever, whatever you're into bluechew.com. Put your best foot forward when it comes to your dick. All right. You don't want to go on a first date with a young lady who you think is, you know, easy enough to fuck on the first date and not be prepared. Get the Blue Chew, bluechew.com, promo code bootleg, and get your first month for free. Same active ingredient as Viagra Cialis. No awkward doctor's appointment. Uh, it's all online. Discreet packaging straight to your door in a chewable form. Bluechew.com, promo code bootleg. Let's get back to the interview. Crazy because you always hear Mr. Beast talking about like the science to like, mm-hmm. and every video he does, there's so much thought yeah. into each one. And it, he's like, yo, like, mm-hmm. Cause some people just kind of they they do videos just because well I got to put a video out this week mm-hmm. yeah so it's almost like you said like you got to that, that probably took you to a whole nother level because you put that much thought into it yeah you know I had um I'd put that out and it's like you know I had already gained some shit while I was in rehab and after that you know I got out and I was also on probation at the time that I got out of rehab did you have to piss test yeah yeah, uh, yeah I was getting piss tested and it was it was actually pretty fucked so. I was smoking a shitload of weed before I went in. I got out of rehab two months after, and I was still pissing dirty. So they thought that I was really? like, yeah, yeah, I'm a bigger dude, you know? So, my, so the THC shit, really stays in me. I see So that. it took me like three, three and a half months to piss clean. Because, yeah, for um, people who don't know, usually they tell you two to three weeks. That's such bullshit, bro. Right. It's different for everybody. It really is. I know, like, thin people who have pissed dirty. Dude, I used to have to too. piss in the pill bottles for my cousins when they'd go to the fucking the PO. I'd yep. have to, like, literally pee in two pill bottles for yep. my cousin all the fucking time. You're a real one for doing that, too. Yeah. Those, I, we always love those homies. <laughs> and then, like, I think eventually they just started watching you piss. They're like, oh, dude, they're staring right at my nuts, bro. Yeah. Like, and then, well, then they started selling bro. fake dicks. Mm-hmm. I yeah, they you sell can, a fake dick, dude. So I was trying everything in the fucking book just so I could get stoned. You would again drink the um, one time. Would you drink oh, that tea? Yes, that, that yes, tea the, the gallon. Uh huh. Yeah, dude. You know all that shit is. It's literally those little like uh, cleansing drinks yeah. that they sell, bro. It's just flavored water and two vitamin B pills to make your piss. <laughs> That's all it is. There's no ingredients, dude. You can just make your own. Like yeah, literally, you can go get a Gatorade and do it at home. That's you know what I'm saying. Crazy. Um, but I tried all that shit. I remember online, dude. They got these whole like waste bands with a fucking cock on it yep. and shit you can get it's crazy did you get the um, cock waistband no no i um so while i was on rehab i was just doing shit besides getting stoned that wouldn't last as long in my system so i was just like taking zans you know do a little bump here and there and a little ketamine i was just you know because i had been in rehab for two and a half months it was easier for me to like pace myself were you, you know? um on colors where it was random? Uh, no. Or no. you kind of knew when they, you needed I knew. Well, yeah. that's, that's a positive. They let me, they, yeah, they let my ass know. I was so thankful that I wasn't on colors because um, I had homies that were on colors and they were constantly getting fucked over. Yeah, because it's like, hey, yeah. surprise, you got to pee today. Yeah. Oh, yeah. fuck. Constantly. And those motherfuckers weren't quitting. You know, they weren't, they weren't going to stop smoking. None of my friends were. So I was like, you know, pretty committed to just as long as I don't get stoned, I'll be straight. And uh, my PO ended up liking me a lot. And uh, I, I would go in, you know, I got no tattoos or nothing. I look like a little bit. Hey, what's going on? Yeah. yeah. Oh, hi. How are you? Oh, I've been great. You're you know, like Drew Carey's kid. Yeah, yeah. And I got, <laughs> and I had a job and everything, bro. I was, I was selling fucking bathtub remodels and shit, bathroom Sick. remodels. Um, so I, I went in and I, you know, looked good on paper. Um, she liked me so much, dude. She gave me a $5 McDonald's gift card. Nice. And I got off and she, she told me, she was like, all right. 
I, you got two months left on your probation. I'm not going to test you anymore. And I thought she was fucking, I thought she was trying me. I was like, okay, right, sure. She's okay. gonna, yeah, yeah, for sure. Okay. And I went home and I sat there and I thought about it. And I was like, I've waited so fucking long. Like I've waited so damn long. And I folded, I folded. I went over to my friend's house, took one hit off a blunt and it was over with. And uh, I, she actually was like of her word. She never she tested, never me tested you. Yeah. She actually never tested me. Shout out to your PO, man. She's a real one. I feel like that's such a, yep. that's such a like, Jody Fox. Yo, I feel like being a probation officer would be such a fun gig. Yeah, dude. Cause like, you could just fuck with people all yep, the time. Yep. Cause like their freedom is in your hands. It's fucked up that I say it that way, mm-hmm. but it is kind of the case. And you could just call and tweak on somebody. Oh, you're 100%. Bored. Yep. Like, Hey, yo, what are you doing? Yeah. If one of your, if one of your like, like if you were like, like for me as a, as a guy who's like a, prankster and a real dickhead i would love to be a po that would be pretty fun yeah a fucking great gig you just show up at someone's crib unannounced just like hey y'all motherfuckers getting high (laughs) what are y'all what are y'all doing in here what's going on here (laughs) are you violating (laughs) who are you hanging out with no gang members no associated gang members Mm -hmm. guys damn that's crazy that would be a sweet gig I mean, if you had to have a, it'd be better than being a normal cop. Oh, 100%. Yeah. yeah. Cause there's, I mean, I feel like for the PO, there's just like, less your job is to harass people yeah. as a PO. Yeah. Like, and like less danger, you know? If I was a, a, a normal cop, I'd be like, do you ever watch Super Troopers? No. Oh, it's so good. These fucking guys, dude, they just fucking, those fools are just like fucking with people. It's, it's, a, it's like an old school, like early 2000s comedy. And these cops just, they just fucking, fuck with people like they pull people over they'll they'll go and <laughs> you ever see super troopers oh my god it's so good it's, it's I'm like missing out it, i don't know if you're missing out because it's one of those movies that like you kind of had to be there uh-huh i'm not sure how it aged it's my mom's <laughs> favorite comedy so it's old white ladies enjoy it mm. i've been around a lot of that shit i've seen a lot you of ever watch uh shows. Not Reno 911. Tacoma Fire Department on like True TV. I've watched, I probably have because I used to just sit there and watch True TV. Channel. You ever watching Practical Jokers? Yes. Oh, yes. it's so good. It is. It's so bomb. It's so stupid. Like some of the shit they come up with is just like so hilarious. I'm so mad that Joe Gatto left. He did? Yeah. It was my favorite. When? Two seasons ago. I had no fucking idea. He left, man. Damn. And so this they're past, still doing it too? Yeah, but they do like a celebrity pranker every episode. Oh, dude. Just run it with three. So they'll have like Post Malone did it. Joey Fatone, who's a regular on the I show. I mean, that's cool, but I feel like they're just doing that for you know, It's pretty good, dude. Hey, look, I think in Practical Jokers, like I really I've met everybody. There's like random people that I get excited to meet. And those uh-huh. those guys. Larry David. I already met Joe Rogan. That was cool. But like, if I met the Impractical Joker dudes, I'd be pretty stoked. I would be hype, yeah. I would be pretty well, fucking That hype. one dude is pop. Uh, Joey's fucking, he's popping on TikTok. Yeah, he's doing his thing, he's dude. He's on TikTok. Late. He's popped up on my feet a few times. Fucking, are you big on TikTok? No, I get banned for everything I do on there. I was going to ask you, like, doing the type of content you do, you're, you're smart and where you don't do that certain shit on camera, but. Um, yep. How is your monetization intact? I have no ad revenue. So that's on my main channel. When did, did that get yanked? Um, it was like March of this year. 
Oh, wow, that's not bad. Yeah. So you had a good run? Oh, I did. I had a great run. It was awesome. Yeah. Uh, the ad revenue was looking good. Uh, and then they, uh, they came in and they clapped me. And actually, so it's not permanently taken. But I know damn well I'm never getting it back. So you I've have reapplied. a temporary. Yeah, I've reapplied because uh, I have to reapply again if I want to get back into it. Um, it's just like a suspension or whatever. But the problem is as well, the money they owed me I don't get unless I get reapproved, which kind of fucking sucks. Uh, so so I you, got, you see the number they owe you. Yeah, I know. But you can't yeah. even get it. Yeah, so I was like owed payment for about three weeks, you know, three quarters of the month of, uh, month of March. And they just cut off my monetization, you know, right before April, and then never paid me for March. Oh, that's some fuck so, shit. So, yeah, yeah. Um, I guess it's not as bad as Yola's situation was, you know? Yeah, he told me he had like $3.1 million. Yeah, yeah, he, he does. He does. Which is he crazy. A, that's, yeah, I couldn't fucking, dude, I think I would go insane. Like, yeah, if I, just, I would, I would, you know, there's, um, there's this girl that went viral. She said that she was... She was fucking dudes online that worked at Facebook just to try. Oh, to, I saw that. To try to get her IG page back. If I'm Yola, Bro. I'm I am going to try to fuck dudes that work at YouTube. <laughs> Honest to God, yeah, yeah. yeah. But Instagram, you don't got to do none of that. Shit, that chick was tweaking. It's super easy to get your Instagram back nowadays. I didn't know that. The system is so abusable. Dude, I just had it happen the other day. I got banned. I was banned for a total of two hours. Um, there's there's dudes who you can hit up who can get your Instagram unbanned, and all they want is a shout-out on their Telegram. That's all they want. Um, it, the, the system's so abusable that it's like people, like, they go around and they, like, try to, like, extort big Instagram people they'll be like, yo, I'll fucking mash report your page or else, you know, unless you pay me. Like pay me fifteen hundred for the unban. Are you, you know? fucking kidding? Some dude just did it to me the other day. Yeah. Some guy some guy hit me up. Uh he was DMing me. He uh he commented, he was like, yo, like reply to my DM or no more Instagram, you know? And he's one of those kids who like um you can just tell by their type of profiles, bro. Like listen, I don't profile people often, but you could fucking you can tell the people who are gonna get your Instagram deleted. Just go to their account and so look at them. What they do is know? They have bot accounts. That Pretty much, mass yeah. They mass report you for like fake identity. It's always an identity related thing. So they and that's pretty easy to clear up. Uh, yeah. Well, not if you have to get one of those people who can do it to undo it, right? So they kinda, so there's good actors and bad actors in this space of people who abuse Instagram's shitty system. Is this on the dark web? You're finding these folks? No, no, no. They're just like on Instagram, bro. The you people gotta, who get them back. Yeah, those people are on IG. Yes. Wow. Yes. Yeah. How cracking is your Telegram? Um, I mean, I don't have like my own page or anything. Yeah. Like I don't I don't do anything on there. I just Is that the, you think people. that's the new dark web in terms of like buying drugs? I mean, before people were buying shit off Telegram, they were hitting people up on Snapchat cuz they thought it was gone forever, you know. It's not. But it's not. Before Snapchat, you know. Even WhatsApp ain't gone forever. No, it's what's, not. Yeah. Like, yeah. No, it's not. Uh before Fucking Snapchat, people were messaging on Kick and shit. Oh, Kick know, was a way thing. Way back in the day. Yeah, way back in the day. Yeah, Kick was a thing. I yeah. forgot about Kick. So it's always been just like whatever platform people perceive is the most secure. What was the other one? Signal. Signal, yeah. That's a fairly big one. Um, I don't know. I think it's it's different. Dark web is super different than just like a Telegram trap. Dark web still popping? hundred percent, but it's, it's just sketchy now. Like the problem is these websites, 
there's like a new website every like three months and they come in, get a bunch of money, shut down. And it's just a gamble of, can you buy at the right time so you don't get shit on, you know? So you don't get ripped off. So your money doesn't get, yeah, so your money doesn't get taken. Because like the feds are on this shit now, you know? They, they understand what it is. They know how to like find these people yeah, and I was, they do it. I remember three, four years ago, we were at the radio station and- Oh, me and my boy DJ Damage, mm-hmm. we were watching um, like this dark web documentary on Vice. Mm-hmm. During our show, we had this shit on the TV and <coughs> fuck it. I'm going to download the fucking browser. What's the browser called? Tor? Yeah, whatever it's fucking called. Mm-hmm. I download the browser and we go on like uh, whatever, like we went on one of the websites. It's almost like Amazon, but mm-hmm. like for like whatever you want, you know? We're just scrolling. I'm like, this shit's crazy. It's nuts, dude. Like, it's actually insane. Like, whatever you want, mm-hmm. you could fucking buy it on the site. If, you, if you're if you a rapper and you want Spotify plays. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, they like, have that shit, bro. Like, if you want a fucking AK-47 or something, if you want... Yep. How sketch is that? Because you... Okay, so when you're buying shit on the dark web, you have mm-hmm. to send crypto, correct? Yep. So you send the crypto, and then it, it's in God's hands at that point. So what happens is um, essentially how how most sites work is you deposit your crypto on there, you know? Um, So you you have like a wallet. And people have have reviews. Yeah, people, there's full reviews, reviews. seller profiles, bro. I I was reading the reviews. Yeah, yes. It's literally like Amazon for illegal shit. It's Amazon for illegal shit. It's, It's like, imagine, just think of like the black market online. That's literally what this is. Like it, it, it's exactly what you could imagine. Like, if as someone who, you know, maybe there's someone out there who's never been on it. Like, it's probably exactly what the fuck you picture. It's just fucking drugs, stolen credit cards. You know? Yeah. You can. Oh my used. god! You and you could buy fake money. Yeah, fake counterfeit money. Everything, bro. Gun parts and shit. Like mm-hmm. everything you want. It's on the dark web. I was so close to being like, I'm gonna buy it two thousand dollars, dude. See, see if I could get so it. my friends get it off at a that. liquor store. My friends used to do that in high school all the fucking time. They'd buy it so, off the dark web. Yes, they would buy. Uh, they'd buy like fake bills, and you could buy them uh, at a pretty good rate. You know, it'd be like twenty bucks for a hundred bucks. Mm-hmm. You know, type shit. So you could get. How like, was a, the money? Did you uh, ever see it? Yeah. Oh, yeah, bro. My friends would ride around with fucking, like, stacks, and half of it be real, and, like, half of it be fake, and they'd be selling weed, and they'd be finessing people, like, yo, throw a couple of like, fake hundreds. Yeah, but a lot of them were really bullshit, because, like, right, we You could tell known. holding the money. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Once you touched it, it's over. Like, maybe from afar, you're good, but if a marker touches that shit, it's over. If you touch it, it's over, you know? Yeah, the thing about money is it has that, it's that paper. It's, it's that, that paper. You can't replicate it. You can't. Yeah, it's like, it's no matter what. Mm-hmm. Like, you can beat mm-hmm. the shit out of the... I, that's why I was like, nah, fuck that. <laughs> I was just like, I want to order something off the dark. I never did. Yeah. But I definitely um, I definitely was surfing, and that shit was gnarly. We were at the, we were doing that shit on the iHeartRadio Wi-Fi. <laughs> we were just like, I think for like an hour, me and DJ Damage were just like, bro, what do they got? What? <laughs> what? <laughs> like, you could literally buy someone's whole credit card shit. Oh, yeah. If you Social wanna, security, fake If passport. you want to scam, they got all the equipment to scam. All It's mm-hmm. fucking crazy. You could buy a fake identity on there. Like, 100%. I've seen. So, 
I, of course, I've spent so much time just browsing those yeah. sites. You know, I, I would go on. So there were certain forums on there that you could go on and see listings of like new sites, and people would review these sites. Like, well, I give this site a trust factor rating of six out of ten, seven right. out of ten. It's not that trustworthy. The owners are these people. They haven't been established that long. You know, like that kind of thing. Um, and you go on these sites, and you you just look around, dude. There's like full identities you can buy, like ID, passport, social like of like an actual yeah like dead people so it's like they advertise like yeah like these people are fucking dead like you're good because you don't want to buy like a live person's like if you're trying to like use a fake identity you don't want to buy like you know a live person so i remember reading one one time where it was like in the description like you can get like a, a fucking dead person's one just hit me up you know like write a message you know and i'm, I'm like damn like, wouldn't it be a, a bad idea if victimless crime mm-hmm. and it's not a bad idea to just have a, a backup identity. Honestly, <laughs> yeah. If shit goes you down, can, hey, you could buy worse shit. No, a hundred, a hundred percent. I wish I had a backup identity. I wish I could just dip. Victimless you know? crime. They're yep. dead, gone. And, and then you're like, you know what? Shit goes left. Mm-hmm. I'm this other guy. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Something to think about, Cyrus. Yeah, you, backup identity would be gas. Avoid tax. <laughs> Oh, that's the that's really the play. Damn, you get all the payments to the to the dead guy. Yeah, but they're gonna catch on pretty quick then when you're filing taxes for a, di- a dead guy, right? Yeah, I guess you're right. I guess. You're but right. would they though? Like, would the IRS check? Like, like how would they know if the dude's dead? You know, that's the. It just depends. It'll probably just situation to situation with the dead person. Damn, fuck. So you may maybe you need to get someone who's been dead for a little longer so the IRS doesn't remember them. I would just no. be scared buying shit. Were you scared the cops were coming? Oh, <laughs> bro, every time, bro. It felt like I was in a movie, like, walking outside of my You're house, like, like looking around, like... Fuck, it's supposed to get here. Bro, like... <laughs> it, I remember the first time I ever got anything in the mail. It felt like the day of it, the day it was supposed to come, I was so scared was all it? day. Um, I think the first thing I bought was just weed, I'm pretty sure. I, I mostly just bought weed off the deep web, honestly. And it was a good weed? Yeah, bro, gas. Like fucking sending back weed. In, back in high school, um, I mean, the, the people who would sell us fucking kids weed, like, were finessing. I have a friend uh, who is facing serious prison time. He got caught up a, a dark web fentanyl ring. Oh, that's bad. He is going away for a long time. Yeah, that's really fucking bad. And it was like, he was already on probation for work. For coke and I'm like, dog, you're. F- I had no idea this guy was doing this shit. Mm-hmm. I thought because he was a rapper. Yep, my boy, man. I hope I hope everything works out for him. But he was an artist and like um, someone I was real close with, and uh, I always thought he was just just moving packs. You know, mm-hmm. oh yeah, packs. You know, yeah, just a little. Oh no, you know, a little something. No, no, serious fentanyl, which is a serious thing. That and they gonna fucking. Put you away for life. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they don't play with that shit right now, dude. I mean, and rightfully so. It's a very... 100%. People are are literally dying all over the place. And, you know, like, as much as also, like, I have sympathy for your friend and stuff, at the same time, fentanyl dealers, like, should. It's terrible. They should. I agree. It's bad, honestly. It is is honestly, like, it's like, dude, you're dealing death low-key. Literally, yeah, and you know that shit. And And it's like, dude, like... It is crazy because it's like, you know, if, if someone sells weed, I get it. Even if you're selling crack, whatever. Mm-hmm. 
But that fentanyl is different, bro. Yeah, that's just straight. That's murder, dude. Like it you're is, killing bro. people. Especially, I'm sure in, in Illinois is probably crazy with that, huh? I feel like middle of the country is just fucked when it comes to like overdoses. Yeah, so it's um. I have a lot of friends from high school who um ended up graduating to doing heroin and shit, and it was just like that progression of you know first everyone's taking oxy's, taking the hydros. Then they graduated to, oh, we're just snorting heroin. You know, we're not fucking shooting it up. Then it's like, oh, we're only shooting it up on weekends. You know? Heroin's cheaper than getting pills, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Heroin's more efficient, like, at the end of the day. Like, the the amount of it you need to get super fucked is far less. Um, And then after that, you graduate to Fent. Some people don't go to the heroin part, now, especially nowadays, because half these pills are just Fent. Yeah. You know? So the heroin They don't don't even realize that they're... Yeah. They don't even realize that they already have like the a... The heroin now is all fentanyl. Good luck finding real heroin on the street oh nowadays, you know? I, I'd imagine fucking probably 90% of that shit is just fentanyl. It's, yeah, dude, it's crazy too because recently I had hooked my boy up with another boy of mine who, you know, deals and we were in my hometown. He bought, he didn't buy much. He bought like a gram. Mm-hmm. Nothing. And... He did it. We went to my club. The next day, he's like, yo, I, I, I forgot I had a kit in my suitcase. And he's like, bro, that shit have, was positive for fentanyl, and I did a bunch last night. <laughs> oh, God. And I was like, fuck, are you good, bro? But I, I think it, 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 it's every, it feels like everything has some trace of that shit in it now, bro. Yeah, I mean, a lot of these dudes making these, uh, you know, these drugs and shit, they don't clean their equipment, you know? And like, it don't fucking matter. I just saw recently. There's weed, fentanyl is weed, which is very strange. Oh, I'd be so fucking pissed if someone served me some fent weed. Have you heard about that? No, actually. Yes, dude. I just saw this. There's like they found like weed that tested positive for fentanyl. I don't even. Where was it at, dude? What the? Fuck? Not in Cali. It was in the middle of the country. I'm like, how the fuck does that even make sense? What do you like? How does that happen? Damn, that would be. Imagine just like trying to smoke some weed and you end up doing fent. Like that's so fucked up. When did you get uh super into psychedelics? Um, probably right after I got to alternative school. So okay. I was uh, you know, I was 16 going on 17. Um, pretty much from 17 onwards is when I was really super into, you know, at first it was acid. I didn't like shrooms. Uh, mm. when I was younger, the first time I took shrooms, I did like three and a half, four grams. And I was, I, I was not ready. I was not ready. Was your first time? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I was, my friend, uh, my buddy Ashton. I don't think anyone's like, ready for that no, much. No. Yeah. That's a huge dose. I haven't taken that big of a dose that's since then eighth, really. Man. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah, you mm-hmm. fucking signed up for fucking to talk with God that night. Yeah, like two, two and a half is my, you know, chill zone. So that was your first time? That was my first ever time doing you shrooms. Just, just I, was, I was super nauseous, and I ended up, like, laying in the lawn of some random person's house for a little bit yeah. to, like, chill out. Um, kind of the same thing I did off the triple C's, you know? I'd just yeah. crash out on lawns a couple times. <laughs> but um, I crashed out on the lawn... And uh, my homies were like, yo, get in the car, get in the car. Like, this, this is not our crib. Like, get in the car, yeah. you know? And, like, the lights were turning on on the porch of the house and shit. Oh. And I got back in the car. And then we, the problem is 
I took this dose and we had nothing to do. We were just driving around. So like I'm sitting in the back of my mom's fucking Honda CRV that she let me borrow for the night. You know, my home is driving. Man, damn. Yeah, shout out to your mom. She had to be a real one. Real one. Real one. Yeah, my mom was the homie. Yeah. Yep. Um, She's like, I know my kid has a mild drug problem. Go ahead and take, <laughs> go ahead and take the CRV with your boy. Yeah, I honestly, I look back at it. Like, if I was her, I would, my kid would not even touch the door handle of my yeah, car, you're not bro. Getting, you don't even know where the fuck the you're, keys you are. You can't even go in the garage. Yeah. Like, <laughs> we used to take my mom's car and egg people. Oh yeah! Oh fuck yeah, dude! Yeah. Fuck yeah! There was this one chick um, that one of my friends insisted that we egg like all the time. Dude, we used to we egg crib, like four times. But we used to egg people walking down the street like every other weekend. Me and my cousin Matt. I was like thirteen. He was sixteen with his <laughs> license, and it was like a car of us. And bro, there's this street in Phoenix called Van Buren where all the prostitutes used to be. We used to egg oh. the fuck out of them prostitutes. <laughs> and then like one time we got chased by a pimp and an escalator. We thought we were gonna die. We did not die. Um, we and then we'd stop. <laughs> we were fucked up. We'd have a, a squirt gun mm-hmm. filled with like I forget what we used to. Oh, like soapy water. And like the, the hookers would come up and we just light them up. <laughs> Ter- I was terrible. <laughs> Just the kind of guy I was. No, I, I've done shit like that before, too. Not to hookers, though, because, you know, in Chicago, they're in the real rough parts of town. I don't want to drive through. But um, out here, they're pretty plentiful. Prostitutes? Yeah. Yeah, there's a street I called see, Fig. I see a fucking... Oh, yeah, yeah. I've Which, heard of Fig. There's a guy who, who, who uh, flies his drone all over Fig and, like, gets right up on the prostitutes. I'm pr- I actually, I think I watched, like, a clip of that on Twitter earlier today. Definitely did. That yeah. shit's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> One of them, like, threw some shit at it. They were, like, And then his the whole goal station. is to find each hooker on Instagram, and he finds them and then tags them. Damn. That's next level. So he'll post the video of the girl and be like, if you know her IG, tag it. Damn. And then, like, they, like, you'll, like, click on it and be like, oh, this is this bitch's page. Like, this chick who's selling her pussy on Fig is, like... Also on the gram, selling her pussy. Damn. Yeah, there's definitely, I mean, I feel like Los Angeles got to be a big prostitute place. You have to have, it's the- it's just tons of people here. A lot of people trying to make it as actresses got to get their money somehow. Oh, yeah. Are you, oh, in a, yeah. I, I saw you said you were in a relationship. Are you still in that relationship? I am, yeah. This is with uh, somebody whom which you met through your channel. Yes, actually. Won a contest? Uh, no, no. Um what ended up happening was uh, it was someone who just like been in my Twitch chat a lot. I didn't know it was like a girl or anything, uh, but I have this thing in my chat where you can um, like like redeem points for a follow, and uh, she redeemed one. And you and, followed? Um, I followed on Twitter, and I was like, oh, all right, you know, hit the little DM. Oh, you're a girl. It. Okay. Yeah, like she had her age in her bio. I'm like, bet. Yeah. How, how you doing? Um, yeah, we've been dating for like a couple years. So she moved out here with you? Yeah. Yeah, nice. so it's been pretty chill. Yeah, it's definitely, I, I, you know, I wonder what the, like, you know, there's groupies for hip-hop artists, there's groupies for athletes. I always wonder, like, for you, do you have to deal with, like, a weird type of fan that, like, sends you random DMs? Not really. I've had, like... <coughs> Like, I've is had it like couple. some like big fat chick with her controller in her hand and a bag of Cheetos, and she's like, <laughs> "Goblet, I play with my pussy every night to your voice." 
Thankfully, no. <laughs> but I mean, I've definitely had some weird fan encounters, but nothing, nothing like nothing that. Nothing over the top. No, no, nothing like that at all. Mm. Got a little ash on the table. Again. You're fine. You're fine. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's, 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 it's. Sexy Red's asshole was on this table. Oh, damn. Okay. Ski. What part of it? She was doing all kinds of Photoshop and dan- right, photo okay. shoot dancing. <laughs> Actually, I think the table has been. <laughs> Did we repaint it? <laughs> oh yeah, Krishan Rock. She carved into the table. We uh, we sanded it out. We I should've... watched. Um, you know, I was watching a couple episodes of uh of this before I uh I came here. I watched the Yola one, and I watched the the blue face and um, his baby mama. Yeah, Jaden. Jane Alexis, whatever. Yeah. I think that's her name. Yeah. It's quite an episode. That was um that was quite the episode. Uh-huh. You know, I think like I always I just feel like when I see like Blueface and his baby mamas, <clears throat> like, damn man. You know, shit could always be worse. <laughs> you know, if that's, I think me and my girl are like fighting too to much, it. I'm like, man, I mean That's a good way to put it. At least we're not like Shitting on each other on the internet all day, <laughs> like oh, his baby mama's music so terrible. Both of his baby mama. Oh, it's brutal. Oh, it's yeah, so fucking bad. It's terrible. It's. Hey, we got to stop the interview to tell you about our partners at Odd Socks, baby. That's right. Shout out to our family at Odd Socks, man. Look, the most comfortable socks in the entire world. Oddsocksofficial.com. They just got the Coca Cola license. They got the Scarface license. They got the WWE license. They got fucking Kool-Aid socks. Chucky, you know what I'm saying? Halloween's coming. Get them fucking Chucky socks. Speaking of Halloween, what about the Ghostbuster joints, man? Ooh, these are gas. They even got the Ghostbuster underwear. What I'm trying to tell you is whatever you're into, they got them at Odd Socks, oddsocksofficial.com. They just locked in the brand new uh, Saban, uh, uh, what's it called? Um... Well, look, they got Transformers and Power Rangers. That's essentially what I'm trying. Oh, ha- Hasbro. The Hasbro license, all right? They got all the socks, draws, all that shit. Plus, they got the Odd Socks Basics, which are my favorite, just the normal guys. I mean, I wear them every single day of my life. They're literally the most comfortable socks. And don't forget about the underwear, ladies and gentlemen. The underwear are there. If you want to get 20% off at checkout, go to oddsocksofficial.com. Use that promo code BOOTLEG, 20% off at checkout. Oddsocksofficial.com. Trust me, all right? You go get some of these odd socks, you put them on, if they ain't the most comfortable socks you ever put on in your motherfucking life, you know what I'm saying? DM me. I'm not going to reply, but they, because you're a liar. You know what I mean? Anyway, also want to give a big shout out to our family at King Palm, baby. That's right. Shout out to King Palm, man. Listen, I've been smoking these King Palms since they've come on board, and I don't know what, man, look, bruh. These things right here, it's a tobacco-free leaf. Just organic, no, no, like, uh, no bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Just organic. I mean, this thing right here, this is like, it's it's natural. What I like about it, you know what I'm saying? Now, this is what I like about King Palms is I went from smoking just straight papers to strictly King Palms, and I love it because I like the way they burn and I like the way they taste. Because what they do have are these terpene flavored tips. Yes, they're infused on the tip, tobacco free. You squeeze the tip. And it's a burst of flavor. These are the sugar punches. Shout out to Sugar Sean O'Malley. Uh, these are the dragon fruits. Ooh, what do we got here? What do we got here? We got grape. They got all kinds of flavors. I mean, literally watermelon. They got an energy drink flavor, California cream, whatever it is. And check this out. Right now, 
Not only can you go and get King Palm at your favorite smoke shop by your house, maybe 7-Eleven, pop in, get you some King Palm. Whatever smoke shop is near you has King Palms, liquor stores, all that. But you can also go to the website and get 50% off. Half off whatever you want to order from King Palm. They got the smoking accessories, the ashtrays, the grinders. I mean, the glass tips, whatever you're into. KingPalm.com, promo code bootleg. Save 50% off at checkout. Shout out to King Palm, man. I'm about to smoke up right now after this podcast. All right, yo, let's get back to the interview. You obviously uh, also is equally as a avid uh, drug user as you've been over the years. You're mm-hmm. an avid ga- uh, gamer. Um, mm-hmm. What are your like... Well, what was the game you first started playing online, like where people could watch? Um, a lot of Call of Duty mainly. Okay, it was like all day just Call of Duty. I played a lot of that shit. That's kind of how I got my first like following on Call of Duty. Because back in the day when they had all those like big Call of Duty clans on YouTube, kind of like how you know Face Clan is now. Yeah, I was in one that was way smaller than that. But I was in one. They had like um, they had a pretty good amount of subs back then. They had like. I think three hundred thousand on the channel, so it was great. It was banging, um, and, and I joined that. I got a couple like videos on there because they post videos from the different people mm-hmm. in there. So I got a couple videos on there. Got a couple thousand subs, and I dipped out. And I was like, "Yeah, I'm posting my shit now." That's you know? sick. So, so Call of Duty was the wave. Yep, Call of Duty was the wave. Did you ever it, do fucking uh, Fortnite? I like Fortnite. No, but you know what. I have a lot of good friends who came up like super hard off Fortnite. Um, yeah, I just used to play that shit with my kid, and I was such a pussy. I would just hide out and let yeah, everybody kill. Yeah, me too, dude. I just build a fucking crib and like sit in it. I would just go to the top of the treehouse. I would just wait and yep. like, hope no one else try to come up there. Yeah, I'm just gonna camp and snipe motherfuckers. That's exactly just, what yep, I do. Yeah, my son would be like, "You're fucking noob." I'd be like, bro, <laughs> yeah. fuck you. What's that mean? That's bro? why I stopped playing, dude. Everyone builds those big ass bases so fast, and I can't. I can't build like that. It, so. it also feels like the gamer world is like. Obviously, you have your own thing you're doing, but that mm-hmm. whole YouTube gamer world feels fucking kind of like douchey. It's gotten to the point where it was like cool to where it's like a lot of those dudes come off like fucking douchebags yeah yeah i mean i um you know being in like the cod clans back in the day i remember i went to um back in like 2018 i went to this event called pax and it's like this uh you know they highlight a bunch of games and shit right and um a bunch of my like other friends who did youtube videos also went out there we all flew out there, and I met, like, a bunch of these dudes. And one of the people, uh, a couple of the people that I met were, like, just super interesting. And they had, like, a ton of, like, followers and subs at the time, you know, and hell of views. But, you know, the thing with gaming YouTube is it's really tough to stay relevant across multiple games, you know? Like, a lot of these dudes, they came up off one of the Call of Duties. Yeah, so you watched that. You watched them for that game almost. Right? Yeah, like, I, I knew who they were, you know? We were in the same clan, but also, like, people were watching them for that game. Um, and as the next game came out, you know, a couple less people watched, you know, and then like next a new, game came a out. new version of Call of Duty? Yeah, yeah, you know? Oh, oh shit, like, okay. Yeah, it, it, a lot of people, like, just changes up every year, every COD, you know? It's like... It does. It, it's almost like uh, like the Hunger Games every year, you know? Like, who's going to get hell of views? New COD came out. Who's going to shit the bed? Get no views, you know? I got to the point where I felt like I was just too late. To get good, because I would get on and I would just be like, "I'm so trash now, bro." I just I feel like I took like a two year break from playing that shit, and then I got on and I just yeah, I was just like, "Dude, I don't even like what am I doing here? I'm mm-hmm. just running around for five seconds before someone blows my fucking head off." Yep, Jesus yeah. Christ, it's not even fun. 
I play Madden. Oh, Madden's tough though. Two K Madden and the WWE shit's fire. WWE is fun. I love wrestling. It's fun to fuck around on. It is. Two uh, K. I mean, do you, uh, do you like spend a lot of money on VCU? Do you grind? No. So I'm I'm bored. I'm a bored. I'm an old school two K player. My okay. kids on that shit. They got their little guys. They run around and play with each other and. I just play franchise mode, bro. That's good. I go That's old good. school. No internet needed. See, I play career because I like to fuck around on 2K. I heard it's fun. Like, my, my kids are like, it's the whole world. It, it is, but I don't really give a shit about the world. The only reason I, I even play that shit is because I'll make like a, like a on, on the computer, you can mod the game. Right, I've heard. So you can make like super fucked up characters. You can make a dude who's like four foot eight. You know, and have him be like a, you know, like a shooting guard. That's you so know? funny. So, You're just running around with a weird midget. Yeah, yeah. Just like some fucked up dude who like can't dunk, but his only stats are like, you know, close shooting and like layups and shit. You know? <laughs> um, That's great. It's just fun to fuck around. That's the only thing I did. But now it's like the career mode, like you have to spend money to, you have do, to. to get good and do anything. And then like, the new shit they're doing, like if you quit during a game. Like too many times they ban you. Mm-hmm. Yep, like, I hate that shit. I should be able to quit whenever the hell I want. Yeah, you know? just give the guy the win, mm-hmm. and let me fucking. Yeah. Keep- that's how it's always been. Why would they change it? Like that's how it's always, always been. They either give him the win or they just cancel out the game. Um, for you, losing monetization on your YouTube channel is a big deal. Yeah, had to be a little heartbreaking. It was, yeah, it was tough. You know, for a while, uh, I had my monetization, and luckily, my second channel still has it. But good. So you're just moving a lot of your shit to that channel. No, I haven't really been posting shit on there, honestly. <laughs> um, I just keep posting on the main, you know, because I like posting there. It's just crazy because, um, like, I wonder. You know, I just saw somebody got like, what was that? What's that douchebag's name? Fuzzy. Oh, Fuzzy. Yep. He got the the. Uh, I don't want to call him a dude. I don't know him. To call him a douchebag is just based on what I see online. He, you know, he might be a nice guy. Uh, but I saw his his page got demonetized, or no, Fresh and Fit's page got demonetized, and they mm. cried on YouTube. They cried on their stream. Did, they, did it work? Did they get it back? No. Oh. But I'm curious. How much do you pivot? Because you already have like a big brand, but yeah. how do you pivot? Like the business model, do, um, are you doing anything different to try to make up for that money? I mean, my business model hasn't really changed at all. You know, uh, I sell merch. You know, I stream. You got your merch. I streaming. do um, a lot of collab, like grinder drops with my friend's grinder company. Um, we also, uh, you know, I, I do sponsor content. You know, fairly often. There's a good amount of weed brands out there. So, they cut the check. Yeah. You you should is it kind of like you're doing you know Dave Portnoy's one bite pizza review? Mm-hmm. I mean, you do that for the weed shit, pretty much. That's pretty fire. much, yeah. Um, but it, it's not like all of it. Like a lot of the companies, you know, I just buy the weed to smoke the shit, you know. But then also, you know, sprinkle in a little sponsored content. It's it's not so bad. You know? I mean, but I mean, I'm, I I gotta assume, bro, you're like. That's a big hit to your pockets. Oh, yeah. Don't get me wrong. You know, I was making a good amount off monetization, but, you know, I also make enough where I live comfortably. And it's smart that you're like, you know, I tell that to anybody who does YouTube. You never know. Yeah, 100%. So it's like you got to build up the other revenue streams because if not, at any given time, the rug can get pulled from under you. Yep. And And that's, that's what happened to me. And I was fortunate enough that it happened at a time where I already had the other avenues built. 
So it was something where, like, damn, I was pissed off first couple months. Right. Um, but I didn't really have to, like, adjust my lifestyle or anything. Is, know, uh, was, is Twitch as big or bigger of an earner for you than YouTube was? Not not as big. Yeah. Uh, Twitch is a side thing, but when I combine it with the sponsor money and then, you know, the merch, it, it adds up to enough. Yeah, so. that Twitch shit is like, I heard that they're very, like, uh, they take a big chunk, right? Is it 50? They do, yeah. I stream on Kick now, too. Oh, but, Kick. Kick's the new yeah, shit, right? the new shit. It's like the rumble of Twitch. Yeah. See, I like Kick because they gave me the username Goblin. So they're did the they, only platform to ever do that. Did so. they pay you for the... No. The, you know, they've, they've heard they could cut some checks. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. But I don't really stream enough right now. Uh, I'm more focused on other stuff. Um, I do a pi, uh, podcast, Pine Park. Um, they're also like a weed brand that's in dispensaries. Yeah. I'm part owner of that, so... Oh, you're fucking great. Yep. So I'm how many uh, shelves are you guys on? Um, we're on shelves in Michigan, Oklahoma, and California. That's sick, dude. Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah, it's looking good. Indoor? Looking good. What was that? Indoor? Yeah, it's good shit. It's good shit. The shit out here especially is, yeah. You know, it is interesting because, like, people don't, like, understand, like, if you get cookies. Ooh, I just hashed on myself. Yes, you did. <laughs> if you get cookies, like, in Cali at a dispensary and then you it's go different. get it in Oklahoma, it's not 100%. the same weed. People don't understand that because they'll be like, yo, man, the fucking cookie shit and so-and-so sucks. And I'm like... Because it's the grower who licensed the fucking brand there. You know what I'm saying? Like, yep. who's doing the distro? Who's doing the growing? Like, would you ever get involved in uh, any of the, uh, the, the the psilocybin side of things? Man, you know, a lot of people are getting involved in it, but I feel like it's just, it's sketchy. Man. Like, it like, when are they going to clap down on that shit? It's coming at some point. Well, I think in Cali, it's always, it's moving towards... Legalization? I think it is for, for, for therapeutic. I don't know enough about California like laws and what's going on here, really. For therapeutic purposes, at least, because they've already done that in Oregon. I think you can go uh-huh. and, and like see a psychiatrist and do psilocybin therapy. But I think out here, Oakland, San Francisco, I think that's it. It's fully decriminalized. And I just feel like it's got to come. Cali, Cali's liberal as fuck. Oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it is. Yep. All these tax money I'm paying these cunts, they can't at least legalize shrooms. <laughs> yeah, give us something fun. Are you, because you know what I fucking hate? I love eating shrooms. Mm-hmm. I fucking hate eating weed, though. Yes. Eating weed is the worst shit ever. Who the fuck is that? The goat. Simba! I heard you had another goat. Goblin, the <laughs> goblin, man. What's going on, man? It's good, man. Pleasure to meet you. Everybody's here. Pleasure, man. Pleasure to meet you. Hell yeah. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Bootleg Kev Show. I'm here in the next room recording my album. I came in here to ask Kev, where's the marijuana? <laughs> here you go. My man. Thank you. Let's take the whole box. Thank you. Keep killing it. Hell yeah. Thank you, bro. You're the GOAT. Yeah, pleasure to meet you, bro. Goat. Let's get it. I'm here all night. Mm. That's one of the hottest rappers in the world right there. Just walking in. Taking the weed. Let's go. Oh, I bet it's crazy. He's going to get the weed. Oh, and I got some inside news. One of the biggest in the game is about to come at another biggest in the game. We're going to talk about it. I'm going to come talk to you soon. Shout out to Simba. With the that's news. That's with the intel. random cameo from Simba. <laughs> random cameo from Simba just took the King Palms box. Yep. But no, I was asking you about eating weed because I fucking think it's like the worst. Like edibles? I hate edibles, dude. I can't do it. I fucking throw up. I hallucinate. I feel so, like I'm going to die every time. I got a really high edible tolerance. It's just kind of how I've always been. So you could, um, you could hang. 
So I've done. I did a couple pretty crazy ones on stream. I did a like a like a four thousand two hundred milligram on stream. Um, wait, wait, wait. For four twenty. Four thousand two hundred milligrams of edibles. I was high for like two days. I was tripping. What happened? Um, so how it kind of played out is I That's planned for four twenty a couple years ago. I was like, "Yo, I'm gonna go nuts." Four, by the way, a four hundred and twenty milligram edible would have been excessive yeah so you plan this out yeah i was like i was big into taking rso at the time are you familiar yeah my, my dad does the RSO, yeah the drops right love it yeah. love it bro it's great so my dad does um, his lungs can't take you can put it on whatever fucking you know you can put it on like a cracker and just eat it you know you can do whatever so i had these like cookies and i just squirted a gram on each one and just ate that shit and um it was like about 80% THC in each one. So it was 800 milligrams each. So came out to 4,200 and I ate five of them. So. How did you feel, man? No, it was, it was like 4K. Yeah, 4K, not 4,200. So were you like, like on the, on I, I feel like I, so I, the dead, first, it was, like it was kind of interesting because the first day I wasn't like that out of my mind. Like I was kind of like, Okay, I'm really fucking high. You know, my body just felt ridiculous. I felt super heavy. I felt slumped. But in my head, I was like, okay, I can kind of think right now. Like, I'm not, I'm not that high, I feel like. But I went to bed that night, and the next day, I woke up way fucking higher than I was the day before. And I was sitting there, and I was just like, dude. Like, I was on FaceTime. And I was, I was like slurring my words and shit. Like I couldn't talk normally. And I was just like, I felt so stupid. Like, you know, when you wake up super hungover and you're just mm-hmm. sitting there like, what did I do? Like, yeah. Like, wow. Why? I feel like 20 IQ right now. Yeah. Like, why know? did I even do this? It wasn't even that uh-huh. fun. It wasn't yeah. worth it. Uh-huh. It never is worth it. Yeah. So I, um, I just felt dumb as fuck. And I was sitting there like I couldn't function all day. And I was just like, damn. Like, I didn't do anything. I didn't fucking tweet. I didn't stream. I didn't post nothing. Yeah. I was just sitting on the couch downstairs playing Xbox and just losing every game I played. Just getting fucking clapped. I couldn't hang. That's so, so much weed. Yeah. It's, you know, I don't really take that crazy of edible doses anymore. I've slowed down on it because, you know, honestly, it's just not fun. There was a period where I kind of wanted to, like, test my limits. Be like, okay. It's not How far fun. can I go? And I found my limits, you know? And if you smoke, at least you could eat that shit off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can just chill out, you know, drink some water. You'll be have fine. Have a little snack and no, you'll be good. No, the edible, it, you can't do anything no, to get rid of No, you're it. done. You yeah. get through it. That's you're done. It. Go the fuck to bed. That's go to the bed. only solution. Yeah, I always, uh, uh, dude, I've had the most psychedelic experience in my life off of weed. Uh-huh. Eating it, though. Like, more than, I've had a lot of shrooms. You know, I've eaten a lot of shrooms at once. The most psychedelic experience of my life is eating marijuana, which I just can't do it, man. I tried to do it again recently. I think I ate like 25 milligrams, and I was fucking on my couch. Fucked up, bro. The edibles are just different, man. It's nothing like smoking. It's nothing like You it. take dabs? Um, you know, I've, I, I've dabbed before. I'm not a big dabber. He's the dabber. Mm. This guy's got the science where he... He times, so you light the nail, right? And then he times, what is it you do? It's subjective to the nail that you have, but yeah, you got to find the optimal temperature. 
You gotta have the temperature. Yeah, because yeah, he's like, if you hit it when it's too reading. hot, it'll fuck your lungs up, right? Yep, yep. exactly. I, I dabbed with um, Action Bronson once, and uh, this was early on. First time I ever dabbed was with him. And this was early in the dab, like, craze, if you will. It was probably 20... 13? Oh, you were smoking some fucking... Oh. Yeah, some poop soup, dude. Some fucking... Oh, my God. Dude, this fool's like... I I have a YouTube interview with him Mm -hmm. that happened right after. And I'm blasted, but... He gave me one hit, and it was like an uncomfortable cough. Mm Mm-hmm. Like almost like I never had smoked before type of cough where I was like, Oh, this this is this hurts. Yep. And he's like, Oh, but you gotta try a flavor. So he gave me another one right. So I did three hits within like ninety seconds to mm-hmm. two minutes. Yep. Oh my god, dude. Then I watched Mac Miller fucking just with a full band tripping the fuck out, dude. <laughs> it was like that was one of the best concert experiences I think I've ever had. Are you a big music guy? I wouldn't say like a <coughs> I wouldn't say like a big big music guy. Right. Um but yeah, you know, like, I listen you to music. Um I mean, I mainly listen to rap. Yeah. Um I listen, you know, it, it honestly depends on the day, you know. Sometimes I'll just hop on Spotify and just see like what they suggest me, you right. know, but usually it's kind of shit. Yeah. So, it's hit or miss. Um but most of the time, you know, I, I listen to a lot of Lucky Lucky's um, dope. Lucky's really good. Uh, I used to not listen to him, but I started recently. I think his new shit's really good. And yeah, then, Lucky's like, hard. By listening to his new shit, I was like, oh, now his old shit sounds good, you know? Yeah. So I went back and listened to that. Um, Playboy Cardi, if he would drop anything, would be awesome. That would be great to listen to. Are you a big Cardi fan? Uh, yeah, yeah. Dilate is like one of my favorite albums. I fucking, I play that whole thing on. Much better than Whole Lot of Red, I'll tell you that. Yeah, yeah. Dilate is one of my favorite. I mean, Whole Lot of Red, there's like a couple songs on there. Dude, you know? I've gotten to the point with Cardi where I'm just like, I missed the boat on this, guys. I don't get it. Yeah. Like, know. like I appreciate the, like, he kind of pushed, like, you know, like, he, like, sonically, he'll do shit that was like different, you know, but mm-hmm. I just, Dude, I saw him live like twice, and each time I was just like, he's just screaming and running. Yep. He's not even performing his songs. They just play while he like shouts at the devil. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and does cardio. And then there's like a random white dude with a mohawk next to him. That looks yeah. Like he just got them doing heroin for a month. And then decided to show up to the show and not out on stage. Yeah, his new shit's pretty out there, but his old stuff's really good. No, I'm not mad at this. I love his old I, stuff. I did like Dial It. Yep. I, I, and then I like all his shit on the cozy tapes. They said my yep. yep. shit. Yeah, shout out, to, shout out to Playboy Cardi. Have you like had any artists or anybody who you kind of grew up looking up to, like kind of like see follow you or see like they kind of know who you are? Um, maybe they're a fan of like what you're doing? I wouldn't say any I really like grew up right. liking, you know? Um, no, not really. Uh, when I was young, when I was like in middle school and high school and shit, it was all like Lil Wayne, you know. That yeah. He was he was like in then, you know. It was like if you didn't listen to Lil Wayne at the lunch table, get the fuck up, you know. Like, Lil Wayne is the guy who I would uh, if like Lil Wayne passed me the lean cup. You kind of have to, you know. Got to do it. Like fuck, I guess I'm going. <laughs> Certain people you got to smoke with. Yep. Like, if fucking, what's the dude's name, uh, Richards uh, from fucking the Rolling Stones, the guy that's barely alive, the, <laughs> the main guitarist, something Richards, 
Anyway, if he wanted to do like heroin with you, you might consider it. You yeah. might. Yeah. Now, I wouldn't do it, but somebody would. Oh, for sure. For sure. Quite a few people would. Yeah. Um, all right. So you got merch that's booming. Um, people can obviously... How often do you go online? Um, it Honestly, past couple of weeks, I haven't been posting shit because I've been... So there's no like stuff. specific... But no, there's no schedule. It's sporadic. But I post a good amount. Usually like two, three videos a week. I'll stream like probably four or five days out of the week. And know? have you started to incorporate your lady into the streaming at all? Or are you keeping her? Not really. Out? You know, she doesn't. She doesn't really want to be involved. You know? And, you know, I know fucking some dudes like they got their girls are on like their stream with them now and shit. Nah, like, that's gotta suck. Nah, you know, I'm I'm chilling. You know, I mean, there's one time she, you know, came in and grabbed something from. The well, room, she was like a fan of yours initially, right? Yeah, that's dope. Yeah, but you know, it, it wasn't really like a like a weird thing. You know, it was just like I don't know. It it was different for sure. It was a little like strange, you know, because I felt like she knew a lot more about me. Yeah, because she you know? fucking watches Yeah, you. yeah, watching all my shit, and I'm like, damn, you watched with the, the crack video, and you were still down? Like, what's up with you? Like, what's... Wait, you filmed you doing crack? No, but I talked about it Oh, you video. talked about it. Okay, yeah. I'm like, what? No, I didn't film that shit. I'm like, you and your friends had crack in that kitchen? <laughs> <laughs> no, we didn't film it. Um, damn, dude. Well, look, I, I think it's dope. Like, I just love the fact that, like, I uncovered this whole new... Like, you guys are extremely successful extremely popping like your page is super dope and i had no idea that like your sub genre of content creation was a thing so i was i'm fascinated by it dude i think it's dope yeah it's a it's an awesome community dude it's like youtube never recommends our shit so like you so you have gotta, to have like real fuckers fucking with you yeah you gotta you gotta like find the shit you know you, you gotta it's like almost like a word of mouth thing damn near because very few of our videos end up getting recommended you know? Do you do it? Any like you got a TikToks keep getting banned, so that's not a thing. Yep. Uh, do you put anything up on Facebook? Nah, I just do Twitter, Instagram, and uh, YouTube and what, Twitch. You should do a Snapchat show. I used to use Snapchat a lot, but no. Like, listen, the Snapchat show. Have you been on there and you could see the original shows? Yeah, yeah, dude. They're giving those shows to some people. I got one. It really makes a lot of money, bro. They pay. They pay. Fuck. Like, you could do, like, How do you get into that, though? Like, how do you, do you reach I'll out to I'll connect you with or? a guy. You could, Appreciate you that. You could do, like, your types of videos. You could do, like, goblin commentates. Do you ever do commentary shit? Yeah, I do, a lot. You could just do that about, like, pop culture. And, dude, it'll just feed the algorithm. And they pay nicely. I would love a Snapchat check. Dude, Any Snapchat that- administrators out there? You got to tap in, man. <laughs> um, any collabs coming up? I know, uh, like, for you, when you say you had the grinder shit going on, do you ever collab with any of the other guys in your community? Yeah, you know, I do a lot of stuff with Yola, Eric Khan, you know, those are yeah. the homies. Um, I'm planning on um, getting involved with my podcast pretty soon. I'm going to be doing one. Are you filming um, it out here? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. Is, Mar- is the Marty guy helping? No, actually, it's my homies at Pine Park. Oh, sick. Um, That's dope. Yeah, it's going to be fun. Interview-based? Yeah, yeah, mainly. But I think I'll have you, some solo episodes. You I know? think you have a great. I think anybody who can like talk by themselves and be entertaining—that's such a hard thing to do. A hundred percent. Yeah, it's it's. Uh, you watch a lot of videos and it's just like cut every like three seconds. Yeah, you it's know? cut. Just, like put shit or in like it. people if they are talking like. It's, it's hoopla. It's hoopla. It's drama <laughs> that maybe people are interested in, or even then, it's like a lot of podcasts. Like you got to kind of have a guest there. To bounce shit off of, because like it's not easy to just 
carry a interesting conversation to tell a story and like Definitely activate not. people who aren't sitting in front of you. Like, yep. That shit's tough, dude. It's a skill. So I'm sure the podcast is going to be fire. Hell yeah. Thank you, bro. Appreciate yeah. it. I'm excited for it, dude. You should come on sometime. I'm down, dude. I mean, Let's yeah. do it. Yeah. You haven't launched it yet? No, not yet. It's coming soon. What's it it's called? Coming soon. Gobcast. The Gobcast. Mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah. The Gobcast. Coming soon. Uh, do you have a website people can go buy the merch? Goblin420.com. It's Goblin the spot for all the goods. Welcome to LA. Yep. Thank you so much. I'm loving it so far. You're going to be able to print money out here. Because all these weed companies are mostly ran by idiots. And, and they all, have money. And they, they just, they're really good at setting money on fire. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, so that's where you come in and... Yep. Take it. Take it off. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Take it I'm off. looking forward to it. I'll be like a shark. All you got to know is if you go downtown, you know what? In your world, I'm going to tell you what you're going to run into. You're going to run into the guys downtown who have the high-rise condos and you walk in and it's like a fucking weed Walmart. In every building downtown, all the trappers, there's a trapper on every floor to the, every high price high rise in downtown LA. Really? If you're in downtown LA and you see random motherfuckers with suitcases, they're trapping. There's pounds of weed in those suitcases. Damn. It's Are you not suggesting I like rob them or like? No, I'm, I mean, <laughs> probably. Ah, shit. Yeah, I, I put that out there. Never mind. Don't rob anybody. I didn't plan on it. I was just, you know. Yeah, you're about to eat, though, man. Congratulations. Welcome to L.A., man. Good to meet you. Yes, sir. Uh, yeah, thanks for having me. Likewise. Go check this guy out, goblin420.com. IG, which IG? The GBLN. And then YouTube is? Goblin. Just Goblin. You, yeah. got, that, you got that? Uh, well, if you type me in, I come up first. That's the first it's thing. Not That's, like all that yeah. That's all that type matters. That's all that matters. Type me in, I'm there, baby. There it is, so, man. Appreciate yep. you pulling up, brother. Hell yeah. Yes, Thank sir. you so much for having me. was a good one. Yes, sir. The banger. Fire. Hey, what up, man? Uh, you just watched the, another episode of the Blue Lake Cat Podcast brought to you by Hardeen, baby. Shout out to the family at Hardeen. Don't forget, make sure if you're in Las Vegas, you get into that taxi. As soon as you land, you get into that Uber. Say, take me to Hardeen, all right? They're going to get you taken care of. The most craziest premium selection of cannabis you'll ever find under one roof. It's a vibe in there. The butt tenders, they're going to take care of you. Man, listen, tell them I sent you. They're going to get you right. Shout out to the family at Hardeen in Las Vegas, the number one dispensary in the world, all right? And we are so proud to be partners with them. So shout out to Hardeen. Go follow them online, Hardeen underscore Las Vegas, and check out their website, HardeenLasVegas.com. Get you some swag. You know, you can't buy this, but you know, yeah, shout out to Hardeen. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. This week, I talked to Tiffany Haddish in a hilarious, deep, thoughtful interview where we dive into family trauma, grief, sobriety, love, and dating. I got a big heart, and I'm very forgiving, but, like, don't abuse it. It's been abused enough. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss this one. Mother's Day is right around the corner, and in true She Pivots fashion, we're highlighting moms who've dedicated their lives and their pivots to supporting mothers. The iconic Christy Turlington will join us to talk about launching Every Mother Counts after pivoting from her 90s supermodel days. And later, the co-CEOs of Baby to Baby will share how they're addressing the needs for millions of babies and moms. So tune in and subscribe to She Pivots. New episodes out every Wednesday. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Mini Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers.